I've lived a thousand lives. I piloted a thousand souls. I killed and fought and died just for a single road. Hello, Internet. I believe I actually got this right. Or possibly the first time. I believe you can hear me, so I'm going to go with that. Uh, welcome to Insert Coin Floodwater, episode 15. Uh, I'm Kadave, and I'm happy to GM this crazy train of crazy things happening to the poor town of Boulder City. Um, this is... It. Are what's that? They deserve it. Oh yeah. Well, some of them, but other people yeah, are nice. Most of them. Oh, there's plenty of nice people. You just notice the bad ones because <laughs> they try and kill you, and they uh, have a scent <laughs> like Thanksgiving. Um, <laughs> uh, but um, the more important thing I need to share is that this is the first episode of a two-part series finale for us. Uh, we'll be playing tonight, and then we'll be playing again next Monday night. So two in a row to wrap up the Floodwater campaign. Uh, it's been a blast, and I'm excited to get into it. So let's go around and see if I made it so everybody can hear you guys too. Uh, to my left. Yes, left. I had to look at the right screen. Uh, it's Mac tonight. Yay, it's me. I'm Mac. I'm going to be playing Midge Johansson as I have been this entire campaign and sometimes regrettably so when I'm babysitting everyone else. Uh, and I'm using the Lone Wolf playbook. You have to call us out, Dave. And then the lower left side is Nick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, howdy, folks. Here I am, not typing, and I'm totally paying attention to everything that's going on. Uh, uh, I am playing Danny, as I have also played this entire campaign, and uh, he is a party animal, and uh, I'm, feeling like, I'm feeling like over the past couple of episodes, he's adapted more of a uh, regretful and remorseful Tigger aspect, but, uh, you know... Go back and enjoy those shows. <laughs> and then below me is Sam. Hello, I'm Sam. I play Cassie Abrams, the hacker playbook. Um, friend of robots. Probable future supervillain. It's fine. She knows right from wrong, probably. <laughs> Voted most likely to destroy the world on your senior yearbook. Definitely. <laughs> Not intentionally, probably, but. It's somewhat likely. That's all. Uh, to the lower right corner, it's Jay. It's a me. Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm Jay. 
uh, playing Colin the Seeker. Uh, I am awkward. Uh, yep, <laughs> that's me. Uh, and a librarian. Uh, and yeah, yeah. And that leaves Jason. Uh, hi, I uh, I'm Jason. I play Crash, aka Jackson Clay, the Motorhead of our group. Um, he's a robot and a real boy, and uh, it's all going to work out great because I've made it back from the other world, and it's I don't really need to see right now, but I am going to uh, pick up some new eyeballs here in a minute, so uh, that's fine. Oh, we'll see. That'd be interesting. Yes, we will see, won't we? <laughs> Once you get those new eyeballs. All right. Now I am... Oh, I love that show. Juiced up on caffeine and sugar. I hate Lurka so much. What? I hate him so much. Sorry, that's me. What? Sorry. Hello? That's... Okay. I was like, I'm panicking, looking at my computer. Yeah, like, me too. I don't have oh. any windows open. What oh. have I done? <laughs> Is it weird I jumped directly to we've been hacked? <laughs> yeah, I'm sort of thinking that also. <laughs> no, Is like, there a way to someone to be in the stream without having a, you know, posting a, an icon? No, I, I specifically lock the, the, you know, the, the conference software after everybody's here. Oh so god, we can't escape. In. We're trapped. <laughs> That's true, actually. Yeah. This is where we're, we live now. We have to stay here all the way through next week, which is our this is actually a two week finale. We're here for two weeks. Yeah. It's a phantom zone. We have to take time off <laughs> of work and everything. Yeah. Just sit here, twiddle our thumbs. Yeah, it's all good. So, uh, the next thing we should do is figure out what happened last time. And for that, we turn to Awesome Sam and her awesome recaps. Hello, I wrote it down because I don't remember anything. Time has no meaning. My brain is full. Let's find out. The voice echoed Lisa's name down the hallway. Everyone looked around for weapons and exit. Midge called out, don't come any closer. Lisa tells us, He's not alone. There's two more with him. A bright flash goes by in the hallway. Cooper asks Lisa to come out. He just wants to say hi. Midge warns him not to come in, and an office chair gets thrown into the room forcibly. A young teenage girl comes in, hands up, and says, Cooper just wants Lisa to come home. The girl mentions that Cooper gave Lisa a quote-unquote gift, uh, and suddenly she looks taller and broader. Danny yells that Lisa has a home, and it's not theirs. The girl starts to back out and then drops to all fours, and a dude comes charging through the door. Cooper giggles in the hallway. The girl jumps forward and knocks Lisa over. Danny swings a fire extinguisher at her, while Colin gets hit by a gurney flung by the gut dude who burst in. Mid shoots at him, and he takes the fall. Cooper steps in front of the door. He looks like a mountain man with a great big bushy beard. Cassie hands a bottle of alcohol to her mini-bot, who trebuchets it into his face, and flicks a lighter and tells him to fuck off generally. Uh, he's a bit shaken. I think he was expecting that. 
Colin swings an axe at the burly guy to intimidate him away from the door. Uh, the annoying girl begins pushing herself up and tries to take the fire extinguisher from Danny. He hesitates to hit a 13-year-old girl, but then clocks her in the face with it. Her nose is broken and her eyes are silver. Her weird body elongates creepily and looks full of eels. Lisa gets up and leaps at Cooper, telling Danny not to kill the girl. Uh, she tackles him and he slides backwards, slipping in the pool of alcohol. Midge shoots at Cooper, hitting him in each of the legs and warns him he should leave. Cassie yells, Lisa, move! And uses hairspray to make a makeshift flamethrower at Cooper, uh, setting her hand on fire, but also the bad guy who screams and stumbles back into the hallway. Colin menaces the last man standing with the axe, driving him out and moving way faster than humanly possible. Clarissa stands up and yells, This isn't over! grabs a desk and swings it around and runs out the door. The sounds of feet and screams recede into the distance down the hall. The crew checks on Lisa, who is fine-ish, uh, but Danny and Cassie will have questions for her later. They continue searching for the portal facility, uh, coming to the reactor room. Um, there's also a vault-style door. Uh, a pair of cameras here, but Danny and Midge uh, nudge them out of the way. Danny tries his breathe on the keypad trick, and it actually works this time. With the numbers, Midge tries 1942, the Luke's birthday, and it opens up dramatically. Inside is a control room with a window into the reactor, which is fully operational. On a pillar in front of the control is a mounted robot. The crew searches the room, and Lisa notices the reactor is cranking out 90% power output. The schematic on the wall shows that most of the power is running to the big particle accelerator outer ring, uh, which the other two are also powering, and it's at full capacity. The loop has accelerated a string of matter to the speed of light. Lisa tries to interrogate the robot, and it is non-responsive. They debate shutting down the reactor, uh, but then head further down the slope to a uh, facility management office uh, with a working computer terminal. Colin uses library skills to find directions to the control center for the particle accelerator. The main part of the portal experiment is in the building that's in the lake, possibly the location of the current portal. Cassie tries to turn off the security measures along the way to the accelerator control room and is pretty sure it was successful. Midge gives her a pep talk and they head off to find the control room. Uh, it's operational and the terminals are on. Lisa finds information that people have been here recently and that they're investigating where the portal goes and what resources are there. Cassie discovers Loop has the ability to wob uh, wobble to focus and project portals. He notes down the settings for um, what the settings are currently and sits down to calculate new coordinates for the portal. As she does, she finds some of her code in the terminal, confirming her fears that her hacking may have affected the loop. She tells the others what's up, and they are suitably horrified. After some tense minutes, they agree to help her realign the loop. They successfully point it out into the desert, and it stabilizes. The security guard shows up, and Lisa and Mid uh, BS the shit out of him. Uh, he turns on the fancy lights for us and shows us the wall display. Then we all head topside to exit the facility. On the other side, Crash found one of the scientists on the list, acting as a lookout for the crabs. He freezes when Crash tells him who he is and asks about his parents. Crash's mom comes running out and hugs him, then his dad comes up too. They've survived here for months with the help of a military robot. 
the croquet ball hit Johnson and gave him a black eye. Uh, he tells them Cassie is working on opening a stable big portal. From the bluffs, Crash sees a spot in the water where the, uh, it's disturbed and bubbling. It slows and stops. Then a full-size portal opens on the beach. Some crabs come up out of their burrows, and the giant gunbot knows a path of them to the portal. Crash helps everyone go through, and then steps through, last into the desert. His vision is down to like 10%. One of the scientists says, that's a strange robot for the sound of collision. It crashes when a good body. I forgot about that part. <laughs> That's the part I'm the most excited about. As am I. So, um, I think uh, we should probably pick up there rather than make Jason wait. Uh, I'm okay with that. I will do a murder one eventually. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. We'll see. It all comes down to fate, right? Like, mm-hmm. if your dice rolls make quality, then there you go. Yeah. Now, I, I have marked here that I, I have three conditions, which is probably accurate, right? Yeah. I don't yeah. think you've you've had any chance to breathe or resolve conditions. No, I wouldn't think so. I just... Yeah. Does did the the um, actually being reunited with his parents even that brief time didn't that uh, do anything for him? Uh, I mean, what it depends on what conditions you have marked. I have upset, scared, and exhausted, and I think I'm I still am. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I I might make an argument for upset, but it's still this whole thing is very upsetting, and like I'm happy to keep the conditions. Like I, yeah. I don't like if if you'd been well, you know what? You could probably mark mark it off because you okay. were probably there. Like we had a little narrative time compression going on there, right? Like or oh, maybe it would make more sense to mark off scared. Because, like, whatever it is that's happening here is not as scary as where I just was. Yeah. Um, if that's okay with you. That's fine. That's fair. Okay. Because you did spend some time with your folks, and you had that, you had a little bit of rest time with them while the rest of the crew was refocusing the intergalactic lens or whatever <laughs> it may be. Yep. Fair um, enough. So, uh, picking up there, uh, you heard the, hey, that doesn't look like one of our robots. Like, why does it have such weird arms? And then you hear just this meaty, wet thump kind of a noise. And then you hear, you like, your mom lets out, like, a somebody trying to keep it together, but just saw something horrible noise, right? Uh-huh. So it's not like she starts screaming. She's not freaking out because she's seen some shit. But, you know, yeah. like, it's like at this point, but it's very much the like, uh, like a like a sharp intake of breath, kind of like oh, like the beginning of fight or flight, uh, kind of response. Yeah, I'm, and then I'm sort of the the player is sort of horrified to think about the scientist having survived the most arduous ordeal of any human being in history to come back and get 
slapped around by a giant robot in their in their home plane of existence. Yeah. Um but the um you feel like hands grab onto sort of your biceps and start uh-huh. pulling you up and like getting you up and moving. Okay. And like your mom and is just saying like run. What what is it? What's here? It's some kind of robot thing. I I don't know. I don't know where we are now. Like I thought it looked like our usual desert, but I don't know. And then you hear like another uh another sort of noise like a sickening bone crunch kind of a noise. Um and you hear somebody start screaming in pain. Oh. Behind you as you're starting to move. Um and then there's lots of people that are like yelling and running and stumbling through the dark desert because it's after you get a little ways away from the portal itself. Yeah, there's not a lot of light out here. Um, how much of this thing can I see, or am I? Is it just? Uh, well, your vision noise. is still severely impaired, right? Um, so I'm trying to give you mainly audio clues. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Um, if you uh, want to make a roll to see if you can, how much yeah. you can get visually, we can do that. Okay. So, um, uh, why don't we do, in this case, it's probably a tech tinker. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so, I have two conditions, so minus two. No, you know what? Not tech tinker. Like, let's do tech program. Because it's more, uh, okay. you're, like, you're not f- physically, like, doing work on your eyes. Yeah. You are yeah. trying to adjust the software to filter the bad mm-hmm. and create a cohesive image. Uh, okay, so tech program is five, minus two is three. And I have a success. One, one success. Okay. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, so, like... Almost like someone tuning a television with rabbit ears, right? Uh-huh. Like, your vision is still pretty jacked up, and but, like, you kind of mentally adjust your brain, because you've already been doing a lot of adjustment stuff with your eyes, visual mm-hmm. stuff. So, you kind of mess with it enough that you can start to, like, as you move your head around, or even your oh. eyes around... Yeah, start like when a dog is listening image. to something. Yeah, but it's it's more like your what's left of your vision is like a very poor resolution scanner. Sure. Yeah. And so you're getting just a couple of pixels, but as you move around, you can create an image. Yeah. So you're what would normally someone would see instantly. It takes you a couple of seconds, but you're able okay. to kind of piece together a picture. And there is the robot that you met. Uh. In the okay. old weapons factory. Yeah, that, um, that's the difference of, like, if I'm able to positively identify that thing, then um, my uh, activity is to, like, take my mom's hands and get her on her way. Of, like, yeah, 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 let's go. And then let her go and sprint back at that thing. Okay. Um, uh, what's, I mean, what's your intent at when you get to it? Like, um. To 
um, run up it and pull the head off. Okay. Uh, so let's do a... Because I know how it connects. Sure. Let's do a body force roll. Okay. Um, I'm going to need you to get... I th- I'm thinking it's going to have to be like three successes. Okay. Because Is my toolbox helpful in this situation? I don't think you have your toolbox. Okay. Because um, I don't remember you taking tools with you through the portal the first time. Yeah. Um, now, at one point, I had a comically large wrench. When was that? That was that back was when you fought this guy the last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wish I had that now. And I think um, it's still in Cassie's car at the house where you went through the portal. Right. And then when everybody came or through the portal car, just yeah. now, was it just, it was just a bunch of people running through. They're not carrying stuff or... Yeah, they basically uh, like abandoned all of their stuff yeah, to try okay. and run through. Okay, that's fine. I can live without the toolbox. Um, uh, yeah, I, I you I, if you want to make an argument that you had something small and handheld would make okay I, sense to me. But I think that we established at some point in the fiction that if you were wearing your overalls, your overalls had a bunch of tools in them in the pockets and stuff. Um, and that's mostly what I've been wearing. So maybe a plus one instead of a plus two? Let's see. I went through... Sorry, I'm just... I went through from um, uh, Jay's back... uh, Jay. um, Collins. Collins' backyard, backyard, right? Mm -hmm. And when we went there, I would have been, like, we came from the lab. So I think probably coveralls is actually accurate, and I probably have something. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I almost forgot, like, I am not allowed to take away your iconic items. Okay. Um, so, like... Well, I mean, there's. I think there still has to be within reason there, right? Like, if yeah. I... <laughs> I mean, narratively speaking, like, yeah, if you just, like, I'm gonna strip off my clothes and run into the ocean, like, oh, uh-huh. now I want my tools. Well, no, you don't have your tools. Right. Um, but you, uh, like, if there is a logical argument that you might have something, I have to give it to you. Okay. So yeah, I, I think I've got some things and I think what it is, is um, Cassie and I developed a proprietary uh, like connector thing, it, like, you know, custom made uh, connection that I know how to like, I have the tool that can undo that. Um, oh, okay. And uh, be able to disconnect. So it's like cranium. a quick release. Right. Sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. You have to have like a special magnet thing. Okay. You have a MagSafe head. It's a triangular it. magnet that fits into the spot that can gotta release be that. Yeah. Of course it's triangle. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, okay. So, so, so then the toolbox... Uh, two. Yeah. That, that counters my conditions and leaves yeah. me with... Uh, you said body force? Body force. Okay. So six dice. You need three successes. Easy peasy. How about that croquet mallet? Does it still have that croquet mallet? Should I take a picture of this? <laughs> I, uh-huh. I have two, three, four, six, six, six. What? No joke. What? Okay. I don't know how to share this. Oh, hold no. on. No, 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 no. You don't have to. You don't have to. I. Oh, it's happening are, are, now. Well, that just looks like a bright white. That's, 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 a, that's a white. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you have shined a light into our eyes. 
definitely a computer. You're welcome, yeah. America. <laughs> uh, but like, like we went over uh, at the beginning of this distant gaming thing. Like the, the game is built on trust. So if one of you says well, you made, yeah, a role, I know, I know. I was just, be, I'm, I'm astonished that I just no, did yeah. that. I thought I was going to have to push and try again, and blah blah. It's it's time. So so sometimes things work out. All right. He's going to go a Highlander on him. So uh, that kind of changes what's going on tonight. So here we go. Oh, no. Uh, Sorry. I ruined everything. No, you didn't ruin anything. It's awesome. Um, So you, like, turn and, like, you got your mom moving and your dad moving. Because one of them was on each side of you, right? Um, And you get them moving on ahead of you. And then as you turn back, you hear both of them, like, shuffle and stop. Yeah. And they're like, no, let's go. Um, and you, like, take, like, you start bounding towards this guy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you see him, and he's, like, holding up a scientist, and you can see that, like, he's looking straight at the scientists in the face. Like, the guy is, like, screaming, like, oh, my God, let me go! Um, and, like, he's looking at the scientist's face, and then he's like, no, and he just chucks the dude, like, oh, up into the air. Um... Yep. Guy probably gets 30 feet in elevation, like flying, oh, and then comes back down, and that's kind of yep. the noise you heard. Yeah, um, that's what happens. Uh, but essentially, like, then this thing, like, rotates and sees you coming for it, and, like, you see, like, both eyes turned red, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, it, like, reaches up like it's going to haul off and punch you as you're running towards it. But you, like... I'm just going to give you a cool move. If you don't like it, let me know. We can change it. Mm -hmm. But, like, he tries to punch at you. You kind of grab onto the oversized arm because you don't even have skin on your hand at this point. Oh, yeah, I've got metal hands now. So, like, you just grab into the arm that's made of some metal that is not as cool as the metal that your body is traditionally made out of and, like, dig your fingers into it. Latch on, pull yourself up, slam that triangular magnet home mm-hmm. into the side of this thing's neck and the head just goes boop <laughs> right like it's just a quick detach like there it is ta-da you did it yeah I do want to uh, try to catch it like a football if I can yeah yeah well, okay. three successes for sure like that's my yeah. skull <laughs> uh, um so like I'm not going to give you like the the usual choose your extra effects at this point yeah, that's fine. Like your three successes, I'm just allowing you to completely neutralize. Yeah, no, no. no I mean, that's, I I hit the minimum requirement for right. the activity. Like that's I understand completely. Uh, but like you detach it, and like the bot, like the hydraulics in the thing, like immediately relax, and you hear like that out gas of like it, like sinks back down onto like its haunches, sort of, because like it has a weird position with the larger arms and legs. It is weird. Uh huh. Um, so like it can't sit down like a normal person anymore. It kind of just squats in place and is just this headless body sitting there. Um, this is incredible. The uh, the head, the eyes are still bright red. But, like mm-hmm. you're holding it and it's looking up at you, um, but it doesn't seem it. to have any motor function at this point. Okay. 
So yeah, you you neutralize that dude for sure. And but he is in your new head. And the, I assume the rest of the body just kind of like powers down. Yeah, it just goes limp. Yeah, like it doesn't have any direction input, so it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's a good start. Um, and like some of the some of the other scientists that were like starting to run, like they stop and they're like looking, like, uh, what the, like, what what did he just do? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, like, your mom, like, as she turned back around and saw this happen, and she's, like, she kind of lets out that, like, shuddering, like, <gasps> oh, kind of, oh, my, like, oh, my God, um, are you okay? Like, come on, what? And then she gives him a whooping for <laughs> frightening her like that. Yeah. Yeah. I- <laughs> I actually think um, Crash like has a that surprise. You know, like when a, a sob like just blindsides you, and you're like, "What? Where did that come from?" He has like a, a like short sob, also like hearing his mom and holding this head under his arm is like, huh, uh, oh, okay. I'm okay. I'm o- I'm okay. Um oh. Mom, this year's been really hard. <laughs> uh so like again, almost a mirror of the scene last time where like both your mom and dad run up to you and just kind of embrace you. Um and like even your dad is like just openly crying, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's just like, we're home. Like the relief of that, the seeing you again, the fact that you just uh, like assaulted and won against a monster robot, like mm. all of that. They're both just in tears, and it's like a big family hug kind of thing. Um, and then like the other scientists stop running and kind of come back, and they're like, "Does anybody know where we are? Like what?" going on here um you do see that like the the sand and like the brush that was around the bottom of the open portal like it has started a small fire Mm. um and the sand is crystallizing underneath the very edge Uh where it's sort of touching wow well is the portal still open yeah it's just sitting there oh how do we Mom, how do we shut this down? Oh, wait. No, no. Rick on that. No, no, no. We didn't open it. Cassie opened it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, all right. Well, uh, my, Mom, um, Cassie would have figured out where to go in the loop to make this happen. So where did she go? Like, where could she do this from? Uh, probably from, like, the... Main control room. But okay. Um, I'd assume. Like, w- there's a whole focusing system for it, I think. Okay, well, I still I can't really see where we are right now. Is it? Could, do you know where we are in the desert? And, like, one of the other scientists has kind of, like, climbed a little hill, you know? And he's looking around. He's like, I think I see lights over that way. Like, he's pointing farther into the, the desert. 
well, not farther into the, but away from the portal. I mean, uh huh. Um, and he's like, I think I see lights over there. Like, and then he's like, Oh yeah, there's the, the um, you know, the aircraft blinky lights on top of the cooling towers for the loop. Um, so he's like, mm-hmm. we, that's got to be it over that way. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I think we should probably go catch up to them. Okay. Um, you guys can totally start heading that direction. Um, why don't you mark injured? Yeah. Uh, just to cover the lack of skin on your hands and the bad eyesight. Yeah. Done. Uh, yeah. So we should go back to the rest of y'all. Since that finished up way faster than I expected. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. No, it's all good. I, I dig it. I like it. Uh, so, um, the rest of you guys, we left off. You had left the facility. Uh, I don't know where you guys were headed, though. What? I think to the coordinates we set for the portal. Oh, okay. That would be Cassie's goal, if everybody else is... Okay, yeah, that. that makes sense. That makes the most sense. Okay. Uh, so you guys are are driving out there. Um, I think you guys came in Midge's cruiser and and Lisa's car. Did you that guys sounds- want? What's that? That sounds right. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Yep. So at this point, I think like Lisa is kind of freaked out. Um, and she is like, you, well, you guys exited a different place than where you went in. So like you, you make the trip back over to your, where your vehicles are. And by the time she gets there, she's kind of like, guys, I think I want to go home and make sure that like our dad's okay. Like with that dude still out there. I don't know if he's got other people around, like somebody that was casing the house. Anything that's, like that? That's, that's a real good idea. Um, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Page me if if you need us, and we'll, we'll come running. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll get back over there. Uh, you guys, good luck. Be safe. Call me if uh, if you need something, or you know. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Just you know, make make sure Dad's okay. Check in on Mom too, just in case. Okay, I can call her while I'm driving over there. Yeah. And like, she. I totally thought I was gonna sneeze, and that didn't happen. It was one of those fake me out sneezes. Um, so, like, she just hops over, like, she jumps over the door into her car, um, starts it up, and, like, just tears ass out of the desert, right? Yeah. Um, in fact, like, before she's even out of range, you heard the speakerphone, like, starting to dial, right? Um, and she's just gone instantly. Uh, you guys can totally jump in... 
uh, Midge's cruiser and head to the desert. Yep. Um, you get out there and like when you get out to this spot, you see that there's the portal of the same size that you saw underwater, Midge. Um, and it's just there in the in the night. Like, even before you get real close to it, you totally can see, oh, yeah, there's that, that yeah. same blue glow. Like, oh, okay. Um, and you get out there, and, like, there's... Uh, right near the thing, there's two... Um, corpses. Uh, there's one guy that looks like he was folded in half. Like, something hit him, like, right above the pelvis, very hard and fast, and folded him sideways. Um, and then there's another dude that is, like, an upside-down, collapsed lump of people uh, <laughs> that is kind of smashed into the ground. But you do see that the stolen robot torso and, like, the big creepy arms and legs is just sitting there, but without a head on it. And there's a bunch of tracks going farther, like, back towards town from here. Not what I expected. Jeez, do we... We have to... Do... We can't leave these people here, or... I'm gonna have to call it in, I guess. Yeah, that's... That's something that makes sense to me. I mean, we don't have to say we were here, but someone should deal with this. We're going to need to get Crash's prototype body out of here also. How big is this thing? Like, how how much of it Um, is what we actually need to salvage? it's, It's just torso, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I know the rest of it is like massive. The limbs are big, um, but like, you know, with a little bit of work, you could detach the crazy large limbs and still have the torso back. Got it. And the ribs double as a carry handle. (laughs) Good to know. That's convenient. Yeah. Nice design. Elegant. Yeah. It's like a GameCube with that little handle on the back. Amazing. We, we want to detach the arm, the limbs now, and just take the torso back? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I guess that'll be going in the trunk of my car. That's exciting. Uh, so, uh, a tech tinker roll. Okay. Can I use my mini robot to help? Yeah, for sure. Great. So... Would would Cassie perhaps notice that the cranium was detached correctly? Uh, like, yeah, correctly uninstalled. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's so someone that actually built the thing. That would be a very obvious. Thank you. One success. Okay. 
so it takes you some time, um, but you're able to, like, it, it's almost like, you know, your design for the new thing, like, it had, like, all the limbs were these quick attached, quick, you know, connectors, um, and it's like the the dude, like, just stripped off the outer parts of those limbs and, like, welded on pieces to the connector joint. Right? So, um, you're able to kind of detach those connector joints and get the limbs off without too much effort, but you'll have to make new connectors. Yeah. Um, That's fine. That's easier than making a whole new torso. Yeah, for sure. Uh, But the the torso itself is in perfectly fine shape. Uh, It doesn't look like it's messed up at all. It's a little dusty. You got one of those cans of air at home. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you could... You. <laughs> yeah, it's not supposed to be running around the desert without its mushroom dust cover. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So, uh... Not torsos, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so... You, By the uh, maker, this oil bath is going to feel so good. <laughs> uh, so you load it up into the trunk of Midge's car. Um, and, yeah. Now, uh, is your intent to, like, leave and then call it in, like, hey, there's this weird thing out in the desert, and... That's sort of what I'm debating right now, is... It doesn't make sense for Midge to call it in and then leave. It seems like an uh, anonymous tip situation to Cassie. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. Sure, we've already gone this far with circumventing my job. Why not a little further? Okay. What what about when they show up and there's this giant portal sitting here? How's the force going to react to that? I mean, I don't... We got to do something, but I don't... Look, we're already in... Who knows what else is going to come out of that thing? Well, we have a few options. I mean, based on the tracks, I mean, I assume that Crash got everybody out and then this asshole was going after them. It must have been Crash. Nobody else would have been able to remove the head correctly that way. So if we call in the authorities, even as an anonymous tip, then this whole area is going to get shut down and guarded just like the loop and you know i don't know are they going to be able to tell the tracks of your car that it was a that it was a prowler are they gonna try and track down all of the other people that we're trying to round up here like we're i don't want i don't know what to do guys but this is like a big deal well we only have a few options either we call it an anonymous tip which i am not thrilled about we call. I call in, and I stay here. We need to figure out if we need to shut this portal back down ourselves, or if we want to say it's a them problem and leave it at that. 
And honestly, I think if we've got survivors that came through, that crash is going to lead them in the right direction. Well, we don't know if they've come through yet. Well, crash definitely came through. And there's a bunch of tracks leading that way, so. All right. Well, and the thing is, if they were going to shut it down, they would have shut it down. They might still be on their way to the control room. I th- uh, no, I'm just talking about, like, in general, if somebody knew about this, because there was a guy who was guarding that, that place. So somebody, somebody's paying the bills. Somebody knows that the portal, that whatever the loop was doing, it was continuing to do, and they hadn't shut it off before, and they had to have known about some of the weird shit that was going on, because... At the very least, Midge turned in some crabs to some men in black guys, you know, mm-hmm. uh, last week. So they got to know that something's going on and nobody shut it off. So I don't think we can trust them to shut it off again no. here now. I think we should catch up to the other scientists and see what they want to do about their comrades who have fallen. <sighs> they may yeah. want to it in themselves. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I just I mean maybe maybe it's time the town starts actually dealing with what's going on here. This is a lot harder as an adult. The problem is we only have one vehicle right now and I need to be three places at once right now. All of us need to be three places at once right now. We're just going to have to pick an option. Cassie, do you have a camera? Or Colin? Anybody? I don't I don't have a camera. Do you have a camera? Do you remember what the coordinates are? Do you have one to capture crime scenes or anything? No, that's not really what I deal with. Because I mean, we know the coordinates because I set the coordinates for the portal. I just don't think that we can let this be a secret the way that it's been for so long. No, no one's saying keep it a secret. These people need to be found and proper given a proper burial. But I don't think we should do it. No, but I, I mean, like, the government, the people who are controlling the loop, they're going to keep it a secret, just like they kept the when it was open underwater they kept it a secret they knew it was still going on if we don't do something about this and i don't know expose the truth to everybody to make it so it can't be a secret anymore or figure out a way to turn this off entirely forever so that this can't happen again because we can't keep living our lives in fear of vampire crabs or whatever the hell is going to come out of there next I just don't, we can't just call someone, I want to take care of these, 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 these people, I do. And I want to make sure that Crash is okay, I 100% do, and that, and that he got everyone out. But we also can't just ignore the fact that if, if we just call in the authorities, then we're going to be in the same situation, and the town is going to continue to be at risk, and this cover-up is going to continue to be going on, and we've got to do something about it. I don't know what. 
but we got to do something. Right? My bigger concern right now is survivors. Survivors and the two that are dead here. This is so big. We got in there before and we're going to try and get in there again and shut it down. Is there, I mean, is there no way we can do anything remotely at this point? Actually, <laughs> uh, well, didn't out of character, didn't I leave kind of an accidental back door into the loop facility with my hacking? Specifically the control system for yeah. the, the whole thing, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I should be able to control the loop terminal uh, control terminals remotely. Now that we've been in there and I had access to it directly. So I'll just need to get back to the lab and I should be able to shut it down and redirect it, whatever we decide to do. My suggestion is I call this in and tell them that I'm on the track of potential other survivors slash witnesses and we go find hopefully crash any others. Dave? Mm-hmm. Is the... I don't want to be too gruesome, but are the hands... Are the are the hands bloody? The hands of the robot? Yeah. Okay. Totally. Like, <sighs> you can tell that those two people... Probably, probably the the first guy, right? The guy who was bludgeoned, not the guy who was thrown. Necessarily. Yeah, yeah. So that first guy, like, you can tell, like, he was probably hit by one of these limbs. Uh, and then the other guy, you don't know what happened exactly, but okay. Danny, since I have remote access too, we can also use that to gather electronic evidence, we, we could use the internet to disperse and raise public awareness. I I trust you, and, and I trust you too, Mitch. I just... We have to make this right. Mm-hmm. And I think we can do that by making sure these two are seen, too, and then looking for the survivors. Okay. I'm with Mitch. Yeah, let's get those survivors to safety. Who knows what else is out here in the desert? Where squatches could still be out here. Mm. So, There's, uh, well, okay, maybe there is. Yeah. Um, shame we can't put them through the portal and close it. <laughs> um. All right, then. Uh, I guess lead the way. All right. So Midge is going to go ahead and call it in and give all the information to the station that they need to find sure. that particular piece of desert. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. A mile past the big rock on the side of 
235. Yeah. And it'll be glowing, so. <laughs> <laughs> Easier to find at night. Yeah, if you see a family of jackrabbits, you've gone too far. <laughs> um, and then I guess using the cruiser, slowly follow the tracks away from the portal. Okay. Uh, so you guys cruise along, and it doesn't take you even that long. Because um, even going at a speed to maintain safety to drive across desert at night. Because this isn't like, it's not big sand dune desert, right? Like, the, the it's pretty hard packed around here, and the, the scrub brush isn't massive. Like, there's the occasional, uh, you know, larger bush or tumbleweed that hasn't broken off yet or, you know, that kind of stuff. But, like, it's pretty easy to navigate and, and get along. Um, plus, like, you're going after a bunch of people that have spent the better part of a year uh, on, you know, in a crazy place. They're probably not totally great on nutrition. They're probably, you know... <laughs> Uh, so they're not they're not sprinting through the desert at night, um, especially since they don't have flashlights or anything with them. Yeah. Um, but uh, so you guys drive along and you kind of come around, you come over a, a little rise, and you see there's ten or fifteen uh, people that are all kind of walking in a loose group towards the lights of town. Um, how far away are they? Uh, you know, probably 30, 40 yards in front of you. Um, close enough that if somebody yelled, they could hear us? Yeah, or... yeah, totally. Because it's quiet out here, it's not. I'm just gonna go, hey, and start doing, like, the arm-waving thing, and I'm gonna turn <laughs> on the the lights on the okay. car. The red and blue. Yeah, yeah. so, like... Uh, immediately the group kind of stops and then you see like these two people that are kind of walking like holding hands uh, with somebody else and they like turn around and they start they're obviously talking to the person in the middle Uh, and Crash your mom and dad are like "Uh, there's a police officer in the desert oh good is it Midge like your old friend like Lived across the street? Yeah. Yeah. She moved back. He's a cop? Oh, yeah. She's like the chief oh. of police. What? No. Huh? Right? Yeah. Like, the tone of their voice Basically. is like, oh, yeah, we're willing to believe giant death robots in the desert and portals to somewhere and all no, of no, that. She... But that neighbor girl... Chief of police? Oh no. She won a bunch of awards and then she she came back um and uh they made her the chief of police. Oh, okay. Uh I, I don't know. And like some of the other scientists are like waving back and they're like, Hey, help. Um I guess I'm gonna call this in too and get people out here to uh evac everybody. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you for sure can can call in that there's a bunch of random people in the desert that need help yeah. trip to the hospital. 
Um, when you call it in, though, at this point, like Marge on the radio is like, uh, are they like some kind of murder cult or something? Like, <laughs> nothing quite that exciting. But they okay. have been missing for a while on town record, and they're back. They're the missing scientists from the facility. Oh. So it's like, okay. Yeah, that's a, that's so we need, to, we need to, to take care of them. Yes, okay. Right now. I, I was just worried. Like, you just had called in saying you found two more dead people, and now you're I saying know. there's a bunch of people in the desert. That... Well, I'm calling with good news this time, cool. at least. Great. Uh, but you don't suspect that these people murdered other people? Uh, there's only one way to find out. Let's get them out of here. All right. Um, but I, I sincerely doubt it. So she starts making some calls. Um, and she's like, we've got, we already had a, a unit heading out towards the first place you called in. Uh, I've got a bunch of EMTs that can meet you. Like, it's probably like a thousand yards to uh, a road. Mm-hmm. So, like, if if you can kind of get everybody to go that direction, then by the time they get out there, there should be some people to help. All right. Thank you much. Uh, me- meanwhile, I want to see if... Uh, are there... Midge, do you have, like, blankets or anything in the car? Because it's probably pretty cold. Uh, I've got, like, one. Okay. So I'm gonna like hop out and you know, drive around with forty blankets in your car. You know, <laughs> it's not like the old days. <laughs> and like, probably strip off my shirt for somebody, and just like, just trying to get everyone all together. And if you have granola bars or something, like, hand them out to people, and just kind of trying to. Midge would have so little to actually help these people. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Except what, calling in help. But yeah. what there is. Water in the back of the car? Yeah. Some, something? A couple of bottles. Yeah, there's probably like a few bottles of water. I mean, it's this isn't yeah. an Uber. I don't stock right. up for passengers. <laughs> Maybe a bottle of Coke for the old uh, cop cleaning trick. Um, but like they they have started like walking up towards the car, right? Um, Crash, did you want to go towards the car with your parents? They're like, we can walk up there. Yeah. Okay. So they start kind of leading you because like that you made them aware that your vision had gone wonky. Mm-hmm. But like they're they're trying they're treating you with the utmost care, right? Like, okay. they are, like, okay, and, like, your dad's like, okay, there's going to be a, a rock, you're going to have to step up about, you know, 15 centimeters, like. <laughs> I, I And I'm still trying to tell them, like, no, 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 look, I just, just tell me if there's something big to get out of the way of, I, it's, I'm, I'm okay, I'm okay, I can do this, this is. But I'm also not going to really stop them because this is fantastic. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's almost like a, you know, it's almost like having a sports commentator talking about your walk through the desert. Like, yeah, <laughs> the whole time it's like, now he's, now you're approaching, there's going to be a bush on the left. It's going to probably brush your leg. 
but you'll be all right. Just like <laughs> that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you guys kind of get up to the car, and when they get up a little closer, because like if you turn on the lights, you you've got those cop like blood the light things, yeah, yeah, that weird pistoly grip thing on the inside. Uh, so like they get up the the rise back towards you a little bit, and like all of you see it's Crash and his parents, and like all of the other scientists there, they look like. They're not starving, but they look kind of malnourished, and they all look exhausted, and all of them have, like, like all the guys have big beard growth, and all of their hair is long and kind of stringy and dirty and that kind of stuff. But most of them are still wearing their, like, I woke up six months ago and went to work clothes. <laughs> oh, God. Uh <laughs> Some of them still have lab coats on and that kind of uh, Everybody, everybody, it's, we are so happy that you made it back. Uh, I've called in for help. Uh, we're going to all move down to the road that's adjacent to here. And we're going to get ambulances and all of the care that you need right away. And like... A bunch of them, like they, like people start almost uh, on the verge of hysterical laughing, right? Like they're just so relieved. They're like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like, <laughs> and like, like people, like a couple of people, they start to clap like awkwardly. Like, um, they're like they don't they they're so happy and they want to celebrate, but they're just confused and tired and all of that. Even my dog wants to help. So. <laughs> I don't know what she's trying to murder. Yeah, mine's barking too now. I don't. I don't know what. Where's watches? Yeah, yeah. Where's watches attack my house? Then we're done. I got a lot of windows. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, out of character, real quick, I just want to see. Uh, someone was James V was talking about uh, the time differential between the two planets, and it occurred to me that we did have a clock that went through and came back. <laughs> so we need to have crash, like calibrate and see what the actual time differential is in between the, you <laughs> yeah, know, that's a, between our two planets. That's a good, um, that's a good point. If there is one, I mean, I don't know, but just like, that's a cool sci-fi. Well, thing if it's not about. an alternate dimension, it should just be time passing as usual. Um, since it was instantaneous travel, yeah, but but minus if there's any kind of weird time space dilation with the portal. Uh, yes, okay, yes. Um, but yeah, I mean that's something you can totally investigate. <laughs> um, probably. Well, you know, I'll just answer it now because that's dumb. Um, like I'm not going to make you roll because it's a cool answer. So, I'd say that, like, Crash is, like, 15, 20 minutes off, right? Like, it's not a ton, right? but it's enough. That, like, a short period of time, that is a ton. That's a huge amount of time for the, yeah. like, what, three hours, maybe? Four hours that he was gone? Yeah, 
Well, it yeah. just got, it, it, I don't think it's proportional. I think it's just, I, I hit a, uh, some sort of lag going through the portal and then coming back through. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's the theory that I would support. Like if this was the Star Trek RPG, like where you guys uh-huh. come up with theories, I would, that would be the one that I would choose as real and you guys would still have to research. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's more like it's probably transit time through the portal. Like, it feels instantaneous because you just step into a thing and come out the other side, but there's probably some kind of transit time as energy Mm. that you are traveling. Because, like, these people don't look like they're crazy older than they were, and they've been gone six months. Like, if there was a huge time dilation, these people would be... They have, like... it's It's not like they come out looking Grizzly Adams from the woods, like giant beards. It's just they have beards now that they didn't before. Okay. Except for the one guy that went in with the Grizzly Adams beard and came out just a whole... Now he's a full wizard. (laughs) (laughs) He came out and fell to his knees and did the whole Planet of the Apes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, I guess if we're, if we're approaching and I can hear Midge, um, I'm, I'm like calling out like Midge is, is Cassie here? Is, is she nearby? Yeah, she's right here. Crash, you made it. Oh my gosh, Cassie. (laughs) Can you see? Are you okay? I, I am okay, but I can't see. And, um, I think I may have a solution for that. Yeah, you Great job on that. You popped it right off. Yeah. He stopped moving for a second, and I had the little thing okay. in my pocket. Uh, yeah. It was a good idea that you put to, put that together. Uh, yeah. It came in way more useful than I expected. <laughs> uh, but I think, Dave, you said the eyes are still glowing red, right? Yes. I think he might still be in here. Oh. So I don't know if we can... Hey, are you still in there? It <laughs> uh, doesn't to... doesn't seem to have any motor control. Oh, like it's not talking or or anything. Um, even as you just do that, Cassie, you would know that like in the new design for the the head unit. Yeah, <laughs> head unit like in a car. Uh, <laughs> um. It, uh, um, it, you, you incorporated like uh, a basic level of like a battery backup kind of a thing. Uh, okay. So, like, in the event that you were like having to do some repair work or something, like, you could keep crash conscious. Yeah. Kind of a thing, kind of deal. Because in the body that crashes in now, even like the, Advancement in, uh, like storage density has enabled them to not use his whole chest cavity as storage space yeah. anymore. So in this even further generation one that you were working on, like there was now room in the head that you could put a battery pack. So in theory, this dude's consciousness is still in there. We should maybe we should download him to a computer. That doesn't have internet access. Yes, definitely, because he's crazy, and we don't want him to. Do but I violence. would like to ask him some questions. 
yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure we've got some hardware we can put them in at the lab, and then we can get your head back. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Oh, ooh, I salvaged your torso. Oh, thank you. I didn't think to disconnect it all because everyone, we had to march through the desert. Marching through the desert after being attacked by a giant robot. Yeah, that's okay. I got it. <laughs> it was scary. It was like we got back and we survived and everyone was fine. And then suddenly this, this asshole comes out of nowhere and kills people who survived on their own on an alien world for months. No, we saw, we saw the scientists that didn't make it. Rich called in uh, the authorities so they can get taken care of. But this guy's going in a robot jail for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you hear that, Yorick? Fuck you. Thank you. I was going to get there eventually. <laughs> yeah. Poor Yorick, my ass. We should uh, get you away from where the ambulances are going to come, though, because they're going to want to take a look at you, and that's not ideal. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, and uh, now that you're seeing him up close again, Cassie, like, Crash's eyes are both totally dilated, like, yeah. um, like it's trying to let in more light, but, yeah. He's also not focusing on you when you talk or anything. Like, normally there's, like, those little micro-muscular kind of simulation things in there that are, um, that make it, you know that uncanny valley bit uh, about <laughs> about human eyes uh, as they focus on different things. But, like, none of that is working. Yeah. I mean, noticing that and realizing that you can't really see her, she's going to warn you that there's a hug incoming. And then mm. <laughs> I, I understand. I am prepared. <laughs> Not an attack. Hug. It's a yeah. hug. Okay. I, uh, commence. <laughs> hug success <laughs> um everybody here can roll a mind empathize while we do that there's a, a coding term for checking for errors called a try catch and um that's what this hug makes me think of <laughs> try and catch <laughs> oh, I get to roll one dice because of my conditions. <laughs> yeah. oh. You say heart charm? No, no. Um, mind empathize. Oh, mind. Wow, I was t- double wrong. Uh, I, I have zero dice. You can I always mean, roll one. Okay. I got no successes and I had a lot of dice. Okay. Same five dice, no successes. Uh, right. Four dice, no successes. Three ones, so that would we're on definitely rich territory. <laughs> One died, no success. Great. Um, we so, suck at this. So, Crash <laughs> used up all I your luck for the up. night, yeah. and yeah. now you're in real deep. So, sorry. I, I think we're all overwhelmed at the moment. I mean, this is a big, <laughs> this is a big emotional scene. Yep. You know, yep. we we have to we have to be we have to be focused so the villain can come up behind us and slow clap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's we almost well, what happened. Well, 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 well. 
we were in the holodeck the whole time. Oh. <laughs> this is the really long con. This is where we're still Dave playing Star Trek. Star Trek. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Second would, Star season two. That would actually be kind of <laughs> rad. Like I admit, That'd be hilarious. That yes. If I hadn't have used that as a story joke in the first campaign, I totally. <laughs> That would be red. Uh, so, um, like, you start, like, herding everybody towards the road where the EMTs are headed. Um, and you get about halfway there. And just, it's almost like somebody turned on stadium lighting, right? Okay. Like, just <laughs> giant brightness. So, like, it looks like daytime in this little stretch of desert where everybody is standing. But it's coming from above us, right? It is indeed coming from above you. You son of a bitch. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Can I just see that lights are on? Is that, like... Yeah, you notice the contrast yeah, change. The brightness yeah, yeah. of, like, what is, what's happening? <laughs> um, but, like, uh, as soon as that happens, like, everybody's kind of going... Okay, uh, like squinting and looking around and like trying to look up and see, and only really when you look up in the sky, um, you see that there's a, a trio of helicopters, mm. um, and like one of them, like even even as close as they are, like they're not super high up, but it sounds like it's windy. Uh-huh. More than you hear, like the helicopter engine noise, right? Wow. Hmm. Um, it's almost like those helicopters that flew over the other night. Um, remember mm. there was like a big transport plane, and then it had like escort choppers that were flying with it. What did I miss a game? <laughs> no, that happened like way back at the beginning of this campaign. <laughs> okay, I trust you. I, I believe you, but <laughs> I'm going like I did. Well, yeah. I did miss an episode or two. Maybe maybe that happened when I wasn't around. <laughs> I mean, might I don't I, I can't tell you exactly when, but at some point there was the like the like things flew into the facility. Like mm-hmm. uh, there was like some complaint about them. Yeah, flying over. Oh, okay, that sounds vaguely familiar. Um. And so, like, one of them, like, flies a little lower. Like, they were only, you know, 150 feet up, right? And one of them comes down to be, like, 75 to 100 feet up. And then a loudspeaker comes on and goes, uh, please remain where you are. Uh, we have transport on the way. All of you will be taken to a medical facility and assisted... Don't panic. Like, uh, we have people cordoning off the area to prevent any problems. Um, again, don't panic. You're in good hands. Everything Cassie, is fine. Cassie, when someone tells me not to panic, it makes me worry. Yeah, I don't Shit. have to at all. Yeah, um, th- those are not my people. I'm no. from the government. I'm here to help. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, they're not. Um, but looking back, 
behind you from where you are, you see that there's another, at least three of those helicopters that are over the portal area back away. Um, because it's all lit up there too. Yeah. Is, is the portal going to shut down or what's happening with that? I, you, I mean, you can still vaguely see it. It's harder to see because you don't see the glow at this point. But no, but, I, I, I think he was whispering that to. Yeah, I was asking Cassie. Oh, yeah. oh I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if it is AFK, one second. People in charge of the loop, then they might be able to shut it down. Although, um, I'll be able to access it remotely. Okay, that's good. If if we if, if we're not locked up. Well, well, Kadeva stepped away because I want to clarify. Are we all in the cruiser? Because I'm thinking that we. I thought we were standing around outside the car by the side of the road. He said we were moving. We'd already started moving across the desert. You were in the cruiser. Maybe maybe me and one or two other people, but everyone else is walking because you can't fit. Because I feel like Crash should be in the cruiser because he's. Oh, yeah. I thought we had, like, walked up to the car and were, like, saying our hellos and all that. Oh, see, I think we had, he had described that we were already, like, leaving. Oh, I missed yeah. the beat. Okay, sorry. Yeah, we'll clarify when he comes back. Just yeah. point of order, because that helps me figure out yeah. Yeah. where. Same. Yeah, I, I, I was kind of anticipating that the cruiser was rolling at, um, like, walking speed with the lights so that everyone could see where they were walking. That's kind of what I was the- envisioning as well, but I figured I had you guys all in the car with me. Uh, well, yeah, if if the cruiser is moving, a crash would want to be in it because he can't see very well right now. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, cool. I know. How fast does your cruiser go? That's kind of why I needed to know if we were all in the cruiser. <laughs> yeah. Did I soup it up for you yet? No, I never had a chance. No. I don't want right? to just leave people behind, though. No, but we won't have a chance to really rescue them if we're locked up too. Yeah. We can't let Crash fall into the hands of other well, evil scientists. Other evil scientists. Well, but we can't <laughs> let you fall into their hands either because unless you can turn that off, they're going to use this. They're going to abuse this. N- none of us, none yeah. of us, but look, we're not going to let any of each other go to jail. That's, that's the end of it. That'd be really embarrassing for me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you have some plausible deniability. You could always throw us under the bus and say you arrested us trying to break into the loop. I'm okay with that. Like if we had to, we could, we could overpower you and, uh, you know, escape. Yeah, I'm just wondering though with witnesses and stuff if they're if this is the loop agency people that they're probably not going to want to let me go either. No. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. By the way, we confirmed you said um Dave that we were already moving across the desert, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I assume that we were in my cruiser like leading everybody. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So the five of us are in that car. Uh, I guess. Did you, did you load your parents in the car too? Or, Oh, uh, I mean, you could cram them in. It's not comfy. But... Yeah. I mean, that would be my first choice. Cause I don't, I, you know, just found them again. Sure. 
I'll I'll be honest. I think that Danny in his uh, current altruistic mode would have put someone else in the car because he can walk just fine. Someone else who's exhausted. So like crash totally makes sense. Cassie with crash totally makes sense. Midge totally makes sense for driving. I don't know if Colin will be in or not. I wouldn't say get out, but Mm -hmm. um, like anyone who was in really bad shape, Danny would absolutely have given up his spot to put them in at at this point. I mean, most folks are like they're you guys are like just walking along the side of the cruiser, right? Like exactly. I f- I figure I was just sort of keeping pace right next to so we can still have this conversation. Yeah. <clears throat> so okay. that's fine. So it can be uh, Cassie and Crash and the parents, Colin and Mac, in the cruiser. Yeah. Well, the front seat's probably a bench seat, right? Yeah, it's like in the middle. <laughs> oh. There's like that weapon rack and that little computer thing. Yeah, that but, console. Yeah, but, but like somebody could fit funny next to it. Sure. Cassie's okay. pretty small, so that's probably her. Um. Oh, hey, Jay, were you saying something? I think you you might be muted. Nope, wasn't saying nothing. Oh, okay. It looked like you were talking for a second. Okay. Uh, So what is the plan with regards to these authorities? I'm not feeling good about this, guys. I don't trust these guys. Yeah, I mean, they said trust us. All right. I hate to say it, but Mitch, how fast can this thing go? I'm about to find out. Hey, uh, guys, Danny, Colin, do you want to try and squeeze in here? Uh, are we... Yeah, we gotta go. Yeah, yeah get in fast. Okay. Hey, does the back seat... No, the back seat wouldn't fold down into the trunk, would it? I don't think so. No, not in that mm-hmm. cop car. That's good. that's a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, the trunk the trunk is mostly full with a torso and additional cop supplies. Anyway, oh right, yeah, okay. <laughs> I was thinking I could roll back into the trunk and. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're just gonna have to teen wolf it on top of the car. Get up there, robot boy. <laughs> <laughs> Engage the magnetic clamps on your in your feet. <laughs> yeah. I wish. Oh man, magnet feet. There you go. Next for, for the next upgrade. My greatest failure. Triangle Spike. magnets. So next time you can just like kick the head off. Uh-huh. <laughs> but more importantly, you can be spider crash. Yes. <laughs> All right. So everybody's in the car. Yep. So uh, a body move. All right. Or crash man from Mega Man One. Nice. I was thinking of Halloween costumes. Put you in the Is costume and then two. I got oh, two Man successes. Two. two successes. Okay. Um. So uh, essentially, like you kind of wait for the the scientists to keep walking a little bit, so you have a clear way to steer out of the crowd. Uh, um, and you floor it, and the car like it digs in a little bit. 
but then accelerates, right? Because um, hmm. just creeping across the desert, it's perfectly fine, but the dirt, as the wheels spin up, uh, picks up a little bit of a dirt rooster tail behind the car. Um, and you just take off into the desert at night, right? Like, you veer left and off you go. Um, so with your first success, you successfully do that and you don't crash into a boulder or anything else. Uh, with your second success, um, well, giving a success to somebody else, that doesn't really make sense in this situation. No. So, uh, let's go with, you can choose, you impress someone or no one notices you. Well, can it be a distraction, like for, for the first one, a plus uh, a dust cloud that rises up from the spinning wheels and helps obscure the yeah. scientists to get away? Uh, that Well, the scientists, they don't really have a good shot at running away from helicopters in the desert. Um, but, yeah, like if you want to choose the no one notices you, it's kind of, yeah, you kick up this dust cloud okay. and then it starts yeah. to interact with the rotor wash and kind of creates a big dust ball so they don't have eyes on which direction you head into the that works for me okay it's interesting you use that phrase dave um eyes on the situation um because i like all squished in here like this with the the skull uh crash is going to turn to cassie and say uh uh i think we might need to swap these out on the fly um we're not going to be able to get back to the lab and i need these can you help um this is not the ideal lab conditions, but... It is not. We can give it a try. Okay. Okay. Uh, you can tech tinker. All right. Can I assist by making sure that the car doesn't, like, jitter veer as much as possible? You absolutely can roll a die for that. Yeah. Cool. Sweet. Okay. I assume I can just eject my eyeballs. That seems like a feature that would be in there. Does like it? a tape okay. from a VCR. Yeah. yeah. It like sinks <laughs> in a little bit and then pops out. Rub yeah. your temple just in the right pattern. Yeah. And it just. Mm, right. mm. So maybe helping by stabilizing the car. Um, I got a success. Oh, yay. Sweet. Okay. Uh, Can I'm more gonna... than one person help? How are you helping? Um, holding real still. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use my mini robot to like brace some things so stuff doesn't okay. move. I don't think holding real still is going to count because we already okay. kind of have that with the driving yeah, as smoothly as enough. possible. Can it be uh, reading off diagnostic icons or anything? No, I mean, it's mostly a, just an engineering task. An task. <laughs> All right, I got two successes. Okay. Woo-hoo. So that's three altogether then, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, I. And I should have said, like, I was going to ask for two successes to try and do this in the car. As you that drive. seems reasonable. Yeah. Um, but Robot eye surgery in a car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you managed to get the old eyes detached. And I'm not going to go into a lot of details here because eyeballs creep me out. Okay. Um, Sorry, Dave. No, it's all good. I, I did it to myself when I started saying your vision was going bad. And like, <laughs> um, <clears throat> But, um, and then you... you Managed to detach the new ones, and the the red glow from inside fades uh, mm-hmm. as soon as they're detached. <clears throat> you uh, you get them placed in, and then like the whole visual cortex boot up 
thing happens. Mm-hmm. Um, with your extra success, you can choose. Um, damn it! I know what you're gonna pick. I'm ready. Uh, <laughs> you don't need to roll to overcome the same problem again. So in the future, just eyeball swaps are quick and easy. Great. Uh, you do it quickly. You do it quietly. Uh, you get new or unexpected information, or mm-hmm. you show off. And I get one, I get one thing or two things. You get one extra. Oh boy! You know what? I'm gonna play against type for once and not pick new and unexpected information. Oh, okay. <laughs> And I'm going to show off. Oh, all right. Uh, Who are you trying to impress with the show off? Trash, obviously. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, All right. So uh, you get the eyes installed, and then, like, as he's kind of booting up. Can I retcon that and say, because Crash's parents are in here? Yeah. I want to impress Crash's parents. Oh, that's what I was hoping you were going to say. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Crash is pretty impressed. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Impress yeah, you, you already won that battle, so now <laughs> move on to the next one. Uh, yeah. So you won't um, have to overcome this challenge again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, like, as you're doing this, like, Crash's mom is like up in the front seat, and she looks back and sees what you're doing. And she's like, oh my god, what? <laughs> you can't do that. You can't do that in a car? What? Uh, but, but then, like, a couple of seconds later, you finish the whole procedure, and, uh, like, Crash has to, like, lift his eyelids out over the yeah. top, and they snap back into place. Um, and, uh, and then, like, he finishes his kind of boot up procedure, and he gets vision back. Um, it is Crash set to, uh, like, like everything is grayscale when they first come on. Mm-hmm. Um, and you assume that it's the other dude was doing the same kind of thing you do, where he'd slid it into infrared to see uh, better at night. Okay, yeah. He, um, he found the, the menu options that were in there? Yeah. Um... So, but you now have perfectly reasonable vision. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to uh, try to cycle through some of those options and then try, try and get back to the default settings of uh, how this is supposed to work. Uh, make sure he didn't like mess up my uh, key bindings and uh, hotkeys. So. Okay. Um, why don't you do a tech program for me? Okay. And nobody else can really help with it. Yeah. Uh, do all my minuses apply? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because you're uh, still a little bit distracted by, like, you have no peeled off hands. Yeah. And, and who, how, who, what is the stacking? Like, who is sitting, like, half on whom uh, in the yeah, car? Well, I, I'm assuming at this point that Cassie and Crash are sitting on or next to each other. 
Yeah, I, probably yes. Crash isn't sitting on Cassie because he weighs a lot. Four hundred pounds. His, yeah, yeah. So like <laughs> probably other way around. That would be a bad yeah. choice. Yeah, um, I think Danny, who like just jumped in at the last minute, is probably lying across everybody's lap in the oh, back. Nice. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you did like the through the window log roll, like yeah. <laughs> and should we say my parents are doubled up in the front? That fine. like kind of you know squished together in there. Um, and then Colin is next to us, just like horrified at this robot eyes. Yeah. Yeah, I love Re- it. Resolutely looking looking out the window in the other direction. <laughs> yeah, Colin, does this, look, does this look right to you, Colin? Uh, <laughs> you do the facial version of the Wally boot up. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Is that is that what eyes do? Uh that's I think that's what mine do. Okay, yeah. How's the is the vision okay? Um, yeah, I think he said it, he had a weird setting on, so I'm just recalibrating. Oh. And, um, I think, um, let, let me just run a script on this and, uh, it, sh- it should be fine. I have two dice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you can't fix it, we can always reset settings back at the lab if you can't fix it now, but you can see, so. Well, I got doubles and they add up to six. So. <laughs> Uh, I did success. That's did a success, it. as I understand it. Yep, that's, that's, yep. as I understand that's, the rules of this game. I dig it. Um, cool. So uh, you managed to get your vision working, and you get back into the sub menu that lets you change up and down and side to side on the visual light spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, so you restore normal humanish vision, um, without too much effort. Okay. It's nothing uh, special. And uh, you guys are tearing across the desert. Uh, just character question. Did you turn off the lights? Yes. Okay. All of the lights or just the... Like, I've got, like, the least light that I could possibly drive by. Okay. Cool. Um... Where, what is your destination? Circumventing this bullshit and okay. looping around back to town. Okay, so you want to head back into town? Yeah, because I figure we're heading to the lab. Okay. Um, so at this point, I'm going to need you to do a body sneak. All right. Um... And anybody, I'll let two other people assist with this by like looking out the window and like um, looking back for helicopters and that kind. Of thing. I I would ass- am I able to get into the low light settings at all in my eyes, or is that kind of the downside of my role that I just made? No, no, uh, you can totally get into the low light setting. Oh, okay. So uh, would that count as being a help? Um, uh, sure. Trying to like see in the dark a little bit better yeah totally okay. do that in fact you could slide it into like the thermal spectrum so you could see the chopper in the sky as a- oh yeah okay yeah if i have that much control over it i, I was worried with the bad roll that maybe i, I didn't have nope. full control over it uh the bad roll is something else okay no nope, i'm just i roll threes now that's that's what that's i do 
I got two successes. Oh, nice. Uh, um, I, I've got a lot of body sneak rolls. If if uh, people don't mind, if I make a check, also yeah, with that. Sure. Well, you you just get to add one die. Just the one. oh right, because okay. you're helping. Rolling one die is extremely unsatisfying. Yeah. yeah. Then I think it probably makes more sense if Colin is doing it. Then, since he's going to have a, the way we've established the fiction. He is by a window. window. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Let me try it. And actually, if there's four of us back there and Cassie and I are uh, stacked, then the two of you could probably, we could probably sit three across. Yeah. Um, it, without you laying across us now, Danny. Yeah, it took him some time sort to shuffle around. Yeah, just get you situated. No, last I got, I came up with steak eyes. Okay. All right. Uh, so, with two successes, um, you managed to drive out and then come in on a different road um, mm-hmm. without too much problem. Um, you get out of the desert so that the dust dies down. And once you actually get onto a road, you can even turn off the last of your headlights. Yeah. Um, so you're just driving dark through the, the night. Um, uh, with your second success, uh, Sneak only has two options. So the first option is uh, you give a, somebody else a success at thinking related to this that they can hold on to for the future. Or the the other option is guess what? Find something unexpected. Right, yeah. So you tell me which one you'd like. Oh, what the hell! It's the part one of our two part finale. Let's find something unexpected. All right. <laughs> we have a brand. So uh, you get out onto the highway, and eventually you get to the point where there's like some other traffic. Right, because mm-hmm. this is one of the other main roads that heads into town, right? Uh, so you've got you turn your lights back on and you're driving along, um, and the you see the, the turnoff for the road that leads out to where that meetup is going to be coming up, and turning onto that road, there's like ten like black vans. Yikes. That are all like in that like military trained drivers that are driving very close to each other in a convoy at speed. So they're all turning off and going down that. But none of them spot you. Okay. My focus is getting to the lab so they can get started on stuff. And then I have a very not nice phone call I think to make to Marge because I want to know who the hell she called because <laughs> that's going to be my assumption. Sure. Uh, um, actually, can you drop us off at my house and then I'll drive us to the lab? Or Well, I guess it depends, Dave, on the logistics of that. Uh, your car is still parked out front of Colin's house. Fuck. But you have another car <laughs> at your house. Oh, that's true. So, yes. Yeah. The Jeep. Yeah, we should also get your parents to your sister. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. thinking. Yeah, yeah. Good All right. Well, let's go there first. Yeah, okay. okay. No problem. Uh, so, you uh, you get to Crash's house. No, no issue problem. Um, 
and everything seems normal at the house. Right? Like, you didn't pull up and, like, the house is burnt down or... Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bad. Great. Like... I've done that to you guys several times, so I'm making the point to emphasize that the house seems like it's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's worrying. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, I, I really meant it to try and be not worrying. Yeah. Like, it's normal. <laughs> Something must be wrong. Like, um, so I want to like try to hop out as quickly as I can, you know, with Cassie. Obviously, I can, but I'm not just gonna like throw her out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> um and then but my goal now that i now that i can see properly uh escort my parents who probably are feeling weak and um you know uh been through an ordeal so uh gonna try and help them up the steps to get sure. into the house uh and like they're both in okay shape right okay like they look tired and they look exhausted and they look like they haven't been eating great but they're uh, not like emaciated or no, 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 no. Okay. Uh, and they, you know, they seem like. Unfortunately, the place that they've spent time at, they've had to do some exercise, just dealing with not getting eaten by death crabs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, they, uh, they're not. It's not like their muscles have atrophied over time right. or anything. Yeah, okay. they're they're okay. So you get them up to the house and like. Your dad even like reaches into his pocket and pulls out his keys. <laughs> um and like goes for the door. Did you ever change the lock? Just as a character I question. I don't think we needed to. Like that it, it wouldn't have occurred to me because you know, like I sure. moved home, I have my keys, Maddie has her keys. I don't know. I don't know why we would have rekeyed it. So that's probably not. Totally fine. Uh so he slides his key in and unlocks the door and uh he opens the door and like immediately he goes he just yells maddie um and like you hear some thumping around in the house and Mm -hmm. uh then feet running down the steps and your sister turns around the corner and just loses her shit right like it's like she gets to the bottom of the stairs turns starts coming towards the front door sees you standing there with your parents and other people behind, but like almost just collapses to the floor, like crying, yeah. like just complete discombobulation. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and both your parents rush in and like grab her. And so they're all crying together, like in a big hug. And then your mom is like gesturing, like, come here, uh, get some of this uh, kind of situation. So like it is the big family reunion hug. Mm. Right, and yeah. your sister's like, "How? What? What? Are, are, are you kidding me? What? <laughs> like nobody's all, even making sense." Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. I don't think crashes either. It's like you would. It's, it's a lot of like not even half sentences, like eighth and quarter sentences <laughs> of yeah. uh, like explanation, s- individual syllables that don't line up with the next syllable. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. but, but like as soon as possible, he's also trying to be like, okay, so I'm I need to leave you here. I have to go with Cassie so we can figure out we can put the rest of the pieces together because there's a lot of stuff still in motion, and um, 
I, I, I'm so glad you're home. And both of them are like, we're so glad we're home. Like, I, I can't. Okay, well, look, M- Maddie has the number for the lab and my pager, and Maddie has a pager. Don't let her tell you she doesn't have one. And uh, I, I, there's pizza in the fridge. Oh, my God, this is terrible. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, okay, we have to go. Okay. Um, and, like, you can tell they, they don't want to let you go, but they're gonna, because yeah. you have now stepped into a weird role in the family of, like, mm-hmm. not only did you become parent while they were gone, but then you became savior, like, at the same time. So, like, there's a whole weird dynamic here that would be, like, uh, an entirely other role-playing game to play. I I have to say, I'm out of character, I'm extremely disappointed in myself having re-listened to the previous episode that at no point did I say, come with me if you want to live. (laughs) (laughs) I was yelling at my computer monitor, like, you idiot! This was your chance. (laughs) So I had one one job. It's a robot pun. All right. You've even got the robot hand showing. Uh, I know. I know. <laughs> There's so much about this that is perfect. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, you break away and like they are all kind of getting up and like moving into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very good to see you again, Mr. And Mrs. Clay. We got to oh, go. Bye. And, and we got the torso out of the trunk. Oh, yeah. Did you? Yeah. You want to leave that here or do you want to no, take it? No, we're going to put it in my Jeep and take it to the lab. Oh, okay, okay. Because okay. it's mine. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I was like, you guys are heading to the lab next. Like, I was like, why are you taking it out of the trunk? But I forgot you wanted to take the second car. Yeah, because yeah. uh, Midge has to go somewhere else. No, I'm making a phone call. I don't know that it's safe for me to go back to the station. Oh, right. Okay. Cool. Uh, do you want to come to the lab with us then? And we'll just have two cars now or, well, three by the time we get there. That's fine with me. Okay. okay you guys great. jump in cars, head to the lab. You get to the lab successfully. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Um, Refresh my memory one more time about the new security that you put in at the lab, Cassie. As cameras and motion uh, detectors. And lasers. Um, and it, I believe it's set up to send me an alert page. Probably has a few different codes it can send depending on what the data input is. Okay. Um, so I, I'm going to retcon things a little bit. You got a like front door alert mm-hmm. page at one point. I forgot if you'd hooked it up to okay. to communicate with you. Yeah. Um, but you got a front door alert page, but only one. So, like, something opened the door and the door closed, and it has not done it again. Um, we might want to park down the street. I got a front door alert page from the security system I set up. 
Okay. All right. Um, well. We can go in the back entrance. But could what? Maybe Victoria made it back. Maybe I mean she's the only one that would have a key unless they picked the lock. Although that should be a different alert. God, I hope she's okay. If you were to go in the back entrance and I was to go in the front, would they have anywhere they could scramble to just in case this is someone that we need to stop? Unless they bust out a window, but the windows are pretty high. Yeah, they're like well, the second story practically. Just to be safe, let's split up and come in from both entrances. Yeah. yeah. Do you want me to stay out here and try and stop anyone if they try and leave through a window? That's a good idea. Yeah. 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 Dan, Dan, why don't you hop in my Jeep and then you can chase him down if there's, if somebody pops out the window. All right. Okay. Uh, so you guys get to the doors and, you know, you, you set like a 30 seconds to get around the building and then we're all going to come in at whatever minute. Mm. Um, so you, you guys break, not break down the doors, but you open the doors quickly and rush in. Um, and nothing in the lab seems out of place. Um, but the the hatch that leads down to the like the basement level mm-hmm. is open. Oh, and you didn't leave it open. This wasn't open when we left, for sure. Whoever came in should be down there. I'm going first. What, what, maybe just yell down there. They've obviously heard us come in. Give them a chance to come up. We can try that, and then if there's no response, I'm going in. Let me yell, because if it's Victoria, she'll respond to me. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. But- uh you you can cover that basement door and then Cassie can yell. That's fine. Yeah, I'll just yell down there. Whoever's in my lab basement, you better get out here now. Uh, and can you help me? And you recognize the voice, and it is the uh. The nerd dude that invented the sniffer? Oh! Uh, I don't... Cassie probably doesn't remember... I don't remember his name. Cassie probably doesn't either. So, uh... Sniffer guy? Is that you? Yeah, yeah, I didn't... I didn't know where else to go. Oh. Um, yeah, it's fine. You can... You can come out. It's all friendlies here. I I don't think I can come out right now. Oh. Um, okay, everyone wait here. I'm going to go see what his deal is. Uh, Are you sure that's a good idea? It's uh, better me uh, than it, someone else. What if he's got the robot cancer? Right. He's a human. I would feel better if it was me, Crush. What if we just, like, look down there? Rochambeau? No. No. 
Um, does how deep is the hatch go? To well, like look in there? I assumed it was like uh, just a, a flight of stairs that goes down. Yeah. Okay. So, so like, he can reasonably come to the bottom of the stairs. I mean, you can ask him to. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Hey, uh, Sniffer Guy, come to the bottom of the stairs. We want to help you, but we got to know what's wrong. I. I don't. I don't think I can can make it. You can't move. No. What? Why not? Happened to you? I've got this. The thing. Did you touch the plant? Didn't touch the plant. The plant touched me. You weren't supposed to touch the plant. Are you part plant? It. uh, Maybe. Oh no. This is not going to be good. All right, well, stay in there. We're going to have to quarantine you. He's like, okay. Don't touch anything. I'm not trying to touch anything. I'm touching the floor. That's, That's fine. Just sit down there, okay? Just sit down there. We'll figure something out, okay? Okay. Um, okay. I'm, I I think I should drop down there and just get a visual. Yeah, if it's the plant, then you should be... Yeah, it eats meat. Yeah, I mean, your skin, skin is fungal-based, so it might eat that, but... But I don't really need it. You don't have any on your hands right now, so you could probably touch him. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Yeah. Um... Is that okay, Midge? Like, I, and out of like, Crash is not being sarcastic, right? Like, that's a just legit check in. I don't like it, but I understand. But I'm coming down with you. I'm going to be right behind. Well, okay, don't, don't get too close because I'm just yep. gonna I'm just gonna provide cover if you need it. Okay. Well, uh, I'm I'm gonna. Hey, buddy, I'm, what's, what's your name? Uh, and I honestly don't remember if I gave him a name before. I don't know. Um, you can make up a new one. Yeah, I, We wouldn't know the difference. Yeah, <laughs> I think you did, but if you just call him something, we don't, we'll be fine with that. Uh... He's Richard. Okay. Uh, okay, Rich, I'm uh, I'm coming down the ladder, and um, I, I, I don't know. I was picturing hatch and ladder. Is that uh, out of character? Is that the right idea? Is that it's like a ladder down to a basement? Uh, Cassie can can decide if it's stairs or if it's a, a dramatic and weird. Let's have a weird bunker underneath of the lab. Okay. <laughs> All right. So it's it probably you know I I think that the place didn't have a basement originally, right? But yeah. Victoria helped you like excavate out a basement, nice. yeah. And then you set it up with this ladder and all that. So yeah. it's a it's a sturdy ladder. It's not yeah, like a doomsday prepper basement kind of yeah yeah. yeah. But it's a ladder that me and Victoria can use. Yes. So it's it like is, a it is a serious steel ladder. ladder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Um, so I step in there and pretty much just jump down the rest of the way. Okay. Um, are all the lights are on, I guess. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, so. and like you see this dude and he's kind of like, he's sitting on like Victoria's office chair. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's kind of like leaning back, uh, kind of up against the desk. Like he was trying to like use the computer and like the phone is off the hook. Like he was mm. trying to figure out a way to like do something, but like all up one leg and like one, like basically like almost half his body, right? You see there's these little tendrils that are kind of like waving in the air, sticking out like out from the buttons of his shirt and like up at the neck. And, like, just... And it looks like the tendrils of that plant when you plucked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does it look like... Can I see anywhere? Does it look like it's dug into his body or it's on top of him? And uh, Or it's not obvious. Well, um, he's wearing, like, some jean shorts. Uh-huh. Right? Of course he is. Because <laughs> it's the 90s. <laughs> yep. Uh, and he's a nerd, so uh, it's jean shorts all the way. Um, and, like, all up his exposed leg between the top of his sock and the bottom of the shorts, it looks like this is, like, attached and you don't know if it's, like, eaten away at his flesh or not, but, like, it is fully integrated. <coughs> okay. Hmm. But, oh, Okay. <laughs> Um, Midge, I'm okay, but I don't think you should come down here. Why? This, he's, the plant is merging with him. Cool. All right. What, Cassie? It must be a symbiotic organism. It um, I, to, like I probably, probably have to go with parasite on this one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, this isn't going to be a harmonious balance of give and take. Hmm. Yeah, you're right. Um, okay. Richard, are you in pain? Yes. Okay. Well, okay. that tells me something. Um, it, it varies between feeling like fire and numb. Mm. And okay. but he doesn't like he seems to be kind of like gesturing only with the one good arm. Okay, so he's not really in control of the other side of his body. Yeah. Can I hear from what he's saying from above up top? Yeah, probably. Like it's not that big a space. Um I'm gonna toss you down some painkillers. Uh crash, can you give give him uh-huh. the um I'm gonna need a sample of that plant? Because I Gave him my sample, and now he's the sample. Okay. Um, if I toss you down some clippers, can you? Yep. Get a little piece. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna toss you down the long clippers, maybe some bolt cutters. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what we get. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I got a first aid kit, so I'll go and get some whatever mm-hmm. kind of colors I can grab um, and 
maybe some gauze and stuff just in case, and then toss down some tools. Mm-hmm. And so once I have those things and I'm kind of going over towards him, quiet enough that I hope it doesn't carry upstairs, uh, I say, uh, Rich, I'm so sorry. This is my fault. I I brought that back, and I'm going to do everything I can to get you out of this. I, I'm so sorry. Oh, this hey. shouldn't be happening to you. Hey, man. I, we were trying to check it out. We knew that it was a weird, crazy alien plant. And- yeah, you don't deserve this. That's all right. Look, this is uh what what painkiller do we have here? <laughs> Whatever one you want. I'm yeah. Probably Cassie's not above taking prescription. Oh yeah, I don't I'm, I'm sure we pro- we probably have like morphine or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> you know. <laughs> She's a doctor. Does it smell like ether to you? <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely not just ibuprofen. It's something like- Right. Right. <laughs> Um, okay, so um, have some of this. He like he reaches out and he'll take it from you, and and he like when he reaches out and takes it from you, you see like his face gets a little bit freaked out because you've got fucking robot. Yeah, that's the least hand. of his problems right now. Yeah, but it's still <laughs> it's still concerning. Like, yeah, yeah he's someone that met you as a person. Yeah, I'm still I'm a person. Uh, no, no, I, I just tell them that they're prosthetics. Oh, man, that's cool. Holy crap. I had an uncle, but he just got that creepy James Bond hook. Yeah. Like, I mean, the hook is pretty useful, too. Some people need that, but... For sure, but my uncle was creepy. Oh, well, that's different. Yeah, okay. Uh, let me know when that starts to kick in, because I need to cut some of the plant off of you. And it's probably going to suck. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to look away. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll count to three. One. Snip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he does, like, react, right? Oh, God. Okay. Like, it is very much like, ah! Uh, and you see, like, all of the little tendrils start... Getting agitated yeah. when you take a sample off. Okay. And I'll just try to grab that one sample and, and uh, throw it in whatever. I assume she threw a container down. Uh, yeah. yeah. Similar plexiglass box to what I used before okay. for that thing. Yeah. So you snipped wanna, it off. I don't want to squick anyone, but is it like um, sap or is it like blood or what happens when he snips some off? Um. It, yeah, it's probably more sapish than blood. Um, yeah, because you're just taking like some of the surfacey tendrils, right? Like you weren't planning to give him a big gouge. Oh no 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 no! <laughs> no, I was just going for. I was thinking of like his foot, you know, like down at the bottom. There's some, whatever loose bits I can get without. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'm not trying to like get flesh. Uh, okay. So yeah, then it's definitely just the tendril parts, okay. and that's more sappy, planty than 
blood. Uh, so, you've got a container, you've got the thing, how are you getting it into the container? Oh, uh, I grab it with my metal hand and, and throw it in the container. Okay. Uh, so you go to grab it, and like, it spirals up your fingers. Mm. All, like, fast. Right? Okay. Like, you've seen this thing, like, this plant moves quickly, like, in a not plant way. Yeah. I grabbed it with my bare hands before, so it's, uh, yeah. Yep, you absolutely did. Yeah. Um, but, like, you never grabbed it with your bare metal hands before. That's true, yeah. You grabbed it with fungus flesh hands. Uh. Uh, so it spirals up your fingers, and, like, you immediately begin to lose dexterity in those oh. fingers. Okay. Like, it... Um. Rapidly is getting into the joint and okay. Well, I want to try and rip that off and yeah. So you're like scraping it back and forth, like it's literally like it's almost like the the symbiote from the the Venom movie. Oh, right. Can I quick release from the wrist and just eject my hand? You tell me. I mean, I think it's technically possible, but probably requires a mechanics roll of some kind. Yeah, okay, that's totally fine. <laughs> so that would be a tech tinker roll. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, that's eight minus three is five dice. Yes. Mm. Can I push? Oh yeah, I could. Uh, can I mark scared? And because <laughs> that seems yeah. okay. Absolutely, you can. Okay, we're gonna try that again. One, one success. Okay. Oh, uh, so like you reach down and you manage to like pull the the connector mm-hmm. for the wrist joint, and like the hand drops off. Uh huh. Uh, and lands on the ground. Um, and, uh, and, like, it seems like this plant is, like, trying to set up its own little colony on your hand. Okay. Now. So I'm going to try to use the container and the lid, and, like, when you're trying to scoop up a spider to take it outside, <laughs> you know, like, do that. Yeah. And, and, like, get it into the container using the... You totally do well, that. I mean, one-handed and brace it with my foot. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, I mean, you still have the ability to brace the container with yeah, one it's, arm. and It's yeah. all in the wrist. Yeah. <laughs> so you have it scooped up into the, the container. Okay. Uh, how's it going down there, Crash? Uh, it's bad. It's real bad. Okay. Um, my hand came off, and uh, I'm... This thing is is so fast. I've never seen anything propagate like this before. Ooh, yikes. Okay. Uh, it eats metal. So it eats metal. It it looks like it. It's like living in. Well, it, here I'm I'm passing this up. Well, okay. well also, Dave, hold on before okay. I do that. It's in this like glass and plastic thing, right? Yeah. Is it interacting with that material at all? Uh, much like you saw it before in the plexi container, where it would like. Flap against the sides, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem to be able to. It's not porous enough to, to okay. get in there. Okay. Okay. 
Um, so uh, yeah, that's uh, so yeah. I'm I'm trying to hold that up to the top of the hatch. I'm yeah. like, uh, I'll take it. And-, so, and like, Crash's hand is in there, and like this thing is on the hand, like in the the you know the the yeah. the three fingers that grabbed it. They're sort of locked together, and now it's it's even already starting to sprout the little tendrils off We're of there. Need to make you a new hand, okay? Um, first things first, we gotta uh, generate a weed killer real quick. Yeah, yeah. This is the most aggressive plant species I've ever seen. So I'm gonna take it over to the lab equipment and try and like. Analyze it for weaknesses. <laughs> oh, it's worth noting. I picked it up with my um, covered hand before, and it didn't react to my skin. Oh, okay. So th- there may be something in that mixture that could be helpful. Weren't we grow? We were out of character, growing crash some new skin a few episodes ago. You oh, used God. you used a bunch of that to make your platabot army. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, but you still have them. Like, you still have them, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you have a cornucopia of crash flesh. Great. That you could use for other things. Oh, awesome. Okay. So, yeah. So basically I want to take a look at the chemical composition of it and kind of see, like, what what would we need to do to make a... Weak alien weak killer, essentially. Okay. Um, I think this is going to be a mind investigate. Okay. And the rest of you all see when, like, this he comes up with Crash's now detached hand. You see this thing in there, and it's. And like like tendrils of it are splatting against the glass of the container, and all right. So no, no, thank you. Uh, Colin, have you? Is there like a weed killer section at the library? I I don't I don't even know where to start. I mean, yeah, but yeah, but I mean. I don't go get it. I don't have like memorized. No, I know. Um, Cassie, maybe Colin and I should go to the library. Um, why don't you just get on the internet and Google this seems Google. really obscure. I mean, I, okay. Well, yeah, we can start with the internet before you go all the way to the live, the library, but just unless we have to be out and about while there's probably helicopters looking for us, the better. Yeah. Good idea. Oh, I think out of character, we've seen Colin do some pretty advanced internet searching, right? Like, that's a thing he's done. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we're retcon that a little bit. Like, okay, Colin, you got to help us find the answer to this because this is like beyond engineering. And I, yeah. I don't understand how an organism can live like this. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be weird. Okay, so uh, Colin is helping with internet search. Does that give me plus one? Does that give me an extra dice, or is he going to do a separate roll? Uh, he's got to do the separate roll. Okay. Like, you can give him a one 
or like you're looking at this stuff and talking about yeah. the features of it that you see, but like it's really more of like an investigation. Okay. I'm roll my small amount of dice and see what happens. Mind investigate for me? Uh yes. In this case, yeah. I, I think at this point, or maybe a few minutes earlier, Danny would have come inside since nothing seems to have been going on. Oh, yeah. No, I forgot. No one escaped. <laughs> Nobody yeah. came back outside to be like, right, like okay, yeah, Danny, yeah. come on. Yeah, yeah after, kind of a lot you know, happened. <laughs> yeah. I get it. I'm just saying that, like, that's that's where he would be. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, guys, ever, everything okay in here? Uh-huh. Yes and no. Uh, yeah, what a uh, guy Richard is being eaten alive by a plant that I brought back from an alien world, but we're all fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I can't see guys on that one, but I'm gonna push. I think I've got like a cleared scared before, so I'm gonna okay. Maybe mark that for sure. So fine for us, you mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, uh, Holy shit, your hand. What happened? Uh, the plant it has it. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it was easier to pop that off than it, it was going to probably consume my body. So, um, Not the flesh. It doesn't seem to like that. Yep. Yep. That's handy. Um, um, okay. Early internet is not giving me ingredients for weed pillow. Okay. <laughs> Uh, my uh, biology role investigate did not all go well either. I got zero successes. Okay. Uh, so you guys spend a little time trying to figure out like something to do about this thing. Uh, the thing that you will notice is that after after you know uh, a minute or two, the thing seems to lose interest in Crash's hand. So it sort of slides back out and starts roaming around the edge of its enclosure, for lack of a better term, the, the container that it's in. Um, and like it, you know, it kind of it moves, then it stops and waits a little while, moves and stops and waits a little while. Mm-hmm. Like it's some combination of like ambush predator and prey animal, right? Yeah, Cassie, mm-hmm. do you do you have that UV um, the 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 thing to decontaminate stuff? Oh yeah, yeah, it's over on the shelf. Um, let's see if it responds to that. We should just start experimenting and see because I'm not getting any. Sure. Where with this? Uh, so let's. I guess that would be a tech tinker. Okay. For me. Um. Well, anybody can. Yeah, I'm at minus four to all my rolls, gang. So, uh, I'm, like, <laughs> Crash is doing a real like obvious. I'm fine. Everything's fine. This is fine. Like, uh, just like rolling forward because there's no backwards in this situation. Yeah. Um, um, about it the same. Well, yeah. I, I'd actually, I'd actually let it be tech tinker or mind investigate. 
I can do a tech tinker, and I have still have a few dice I can <laughs> use on that. Yeah, mine mine would be well. I guess I would have four dice left with tech tinker. That's the same as what yeah. I have. Yeah, you go for it. I can't. This ah. is from the same one success. Okay. <sighs> Take it. Um. So, like, you try a few things. Um, but, like, as you kind of mess with the, you mess with the wavelength of the light, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you can kind of change the color temperature of it kind of thing. Um, and once you get all the way into that UVC territory, like, kills everything, um, it seems to, it stops moving. Like, it. It kind of was there in the corner of the little container. You shine this light brightly upon it, and it stops. It stops waving about, and it just freezes into place. Cool, awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get my hand out of there while you have that on. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep pointing it at the plant. You get your hand. <laughs> oh, actually, can somebody help me and open this? Because I, then I can grab it out, but oh. I can't open it and grab it. Yeah, jeez. Jeez, oh. Crash. I mean, Light. you're always looking for a handout. <laughs> look, buddy. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, oh, look. No, oh, I'm not. My hand is in there. <laughs> yeah, and you're trying to get a handout. Yes, I. Th- but only that hand. <sighs> All right. So we'll open up the container, shine the light on the plant, and let you get your hand out. <laughs> Yeah, I'll I'll open the container. I think you need to we need to make sure that you're staying on the on the light detail. Fair. Yeah. Do we have to roll anything, Dave, to get nope. my hand out of there? Okay. Uh, in fact, opening the lid kind of disturbs the air and the thing kind of dissolves into ash. Oh. Okay. Um we're gonna have to point this light at that guy's body. Is it too intense for human? Use? Well, is it yeah. safe? Well, I don't think he has another option. Yeah. His option is or die, so. Yeah. I mean, we, let's ask permission. Yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, now, now, out of character, though. What do we know this UV ray would do to a normal person's flesh? Like, like fast sunburn? Yeah. Okay. Uh, like any kind of long exposure would be problematic. Okay. And Vampires like, would burst into flame, yeah, but and, not and humans. Al- almost a guarantee that later in life that he would get skin cancer from exposure to this. Okay. Like it's kind of like they they make them for sterilizing like hospital rooms and stuff now. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. like they're on a big cart and like people are supposed to like push it into a room and then like leave the room, close the door, turn on the light. You know, let it run for 30 minutes, turn it off, go get the machine, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, we're not going to leave it on for 30 minutes, but Yeah, but you know. Uh, okay. So, first uh, what I want to do is r- run the light over my hand again, like Get in there, flip it over, do it again. Okay. Uh-huh. And and yeah, some like there are a couple of flaky particles that kind of yeah drift out of the joints. 
yeah, it's, it's like brush it all out. Is it is the hand damaged or it was just like holding pieces of it together? Uh, it doesn't seem like it's damaged. Okay. Um, okay, so. I, you know what? I'll give you something for free. Okay. Um, you go back over your like internal log, right? Uh-huh. Like I would, I, I would make a human role for this, but a robot, you can literally go back and replay exactly what happened. Yes. Um, part of the mobility issue that came in your hand was the fact that it created a like electrical power drain. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, just for the record, as I'm like inspecting the hand and making sure that there's absolutely nothing left on it. Um, so Cassie, it, it had um, shorted out some of the. Uh, the the power circuits in here. Oh, that that was why I thought it was going. No, I thought it was like locked together, but it was just I couldn't control it. And so it's it, drawing power from your hand. It has some sort of bioelectrical signature, maybe like an eel or something. Oh, don't people have like electricity? Um, I think that's probably w- ultimately why it's attracted to Richard, but we could try disrupting the electric electronic signal. Well, but but that's even more likely to kill him. It's, yeah. Let's start with the, the lamp plan. Okay. Hey, uh, Richard. Are you, how are you doing, buddy? And you get no response. Uh Oh, uh, Richard, you need to answer or we're going to pour fire down there. We're, let's hit him with the lamp. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, hey, is so, your plan to just, like, lower it down on an extension cord? Is that... Well, I'll, I'll, I have a question. Um, if you look down in the hatch, how... Like, if if I laid on... Like, if somebody held my legs, could I go would i be able to see into it or is it far enough down that half my body is not enough to see the inside yeah the i mean like i don't think it's like it's not like down a tunnel i didn't think so either it's not I like just, crazy in my okay. head it's like just below the foundation so you yeah. know it's like a foot and a half kind of you know. okay uh okay danny and colin will you two hold my legs yeah yeah of course Okay, so I grab the lamp, I okay. scoot to the edge of the thing, and trying to, you know, so you lean over and you're putting your upper torso through the hatch. Yeah, I mean, I turn the lamp on, the lamp. and then in the, the hatch we go. Okay, uh, so you get like you extend yourself down, and. You get to the point where you can see into the room and you don't see him anywhere. Oh, no. Right? Uh-oh. Like, mm-hmm. he's not in the chair. He's not anywhere down there. Mm-hmm. But, like, at eye level, like, when you poke your head down in there, like, he is up against the ceiling. Yeah. And, like, it, like, the tendrils kind of are reaching out and slapping at your hand with the light. Yeah. And, like, as they get close to the light, they start dissolving, but, mm-hmm. like, they're still all extending. Okay. 
So I'm just going to hold the light on him. And, so, you know, why don't we do. I guess this would be like a tech force roll. <laughs> okay. Because you're not physically trying to hit him, but it's like if your light plan is strong enough to affect him before he can grab onto you. Okay, well, I've got two dice. Oh, okay. Uh, can, can any of us help? I don't yeah. really know how. I can't think of how either. Like, unless, like, Crash is going to yell, like, oh, my God, and, like... Well, I mean, I definitely make a noise, like, uh, he's on the ceiling. But I'm also, you know, actively uh, so, directing like, the light. Yeah. I don't know. You see a way that you think you could help in this situation? I'm happy to entertain it, but... Boosting power to the light to make it stronger? Yeah? Okay. You could roll one extra die to try and overcharge the lamp electrically. Okay. Sure. Okay. It would increase the intensity of it. So I roll the one extra? Yeah. That's a two. I also rolled two twos. Oh. Um, Again, adding up to six, right? That's your jam. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Dave, can I push if the last one is broken and scarred? You absolutely can. Okay. Um, and you'll get to do a reroll without losing any dice or anything. Uh huh. But then you're out for the rest of the scene, right? Yeah, like, I think that's reasonable. And then we'll have the to, situation. And then we'll have to engage the scarred mechanic. Yes, at the yeah. end. Yeah. Okay. So uh, go for it. Uh, and then you all three dice get to get rolled again. Okay. Uh. So that's that's Sam's die and my two dice, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You want to roll three? Oh my god! I got a pair of twos again. All right. Let me roll my one dice and see what happens. Okay. The one. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's our that's our roll. Uh, The only other option you have is if you engage with your shame. If oh. it applies in any way here, I don't remember what your shame is. My my shame is that I didn't stand up for the robot rebellion. I th- I can't think of how to how to make that apply. Mm. Ash, what's going on? Where's he's on the ceiling? What's what's happening? Uh, what can we do? Okay. Well, uh, I'll let Dave take over. Here, here. The only, like, the only way I could see your shame applying, right? Like, either way, you're going to end up with a scar at the end. Uh Uh-huh. But if you wanted to use your shame to get a success, it would mean that you fully come out as a robot. Yeah. Right? Like, you're straight up like, I am... More than just a person, I'm a robot and I'm a person. Uh-huh. Like 
like you take a uh, internal stand about that and like you probably even burst out with like the I didn't stand up when they came for other robots and by god I'm not going to let this thing you know Oh yeah yeah no I I like that I mean what if I was even you know like ripping off fungal bits to like slap it down and you know use that to defend myself sort of as I'm uh I will I will say I will even give you like two extra three extra dice I think on the reroll well no you'll get a f- automatic success but I will give uh-huh. you two dice you can roll and if you get any extra successes it'll be more effective right okay or cooler but uh if you do something that damages yourself because you know you can rep- be repaired yeah yeah that's like, kind of what I was thinking is like overcharge your hand or like shoot lightning out of it or I don't know Mm. Yeah, I think just uh yeah, you know, funneling my own charge through the the like lamp device. Okay. Adding that to the electricity and then, you know, using bits to sort of like you know, like an oven mitt kind of is like <laughs> get, get away and, okay. and then bzz, and flap and bzz, and you know. Uh yeah. All right. So roll two dice for me. You're gonna succeed. Like you're gonna defeat this thing. Okay, I got a six and a five. Okay. So, so um how do you like I like the idea of you using your charge to supercharge the light, right? Like Cassie mm-hmm. probably yelled like, I'm gonna try and charge the light or something, and you're like, That's a good idea, but it wasn't working. Yeah. So then you're like, I'm gonna do it myself. Uh, so what it has done is it has drained all the power out of your batteries. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, so you're essentially knocked unconscious, but like you tell me how it's super effective or how it's extra cool. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. So I think part of it is that like that speech you were talking about is he's, he's going like, I didn't, I didn't stand up for people made of metal and I'm going to stand up now. And because we can help, we could be the difference in a situation like this. And as he's like, you know, stripping off bits to try to protect himself, it, you know, exposes uh, various like power access ports and things like that. Okay. And that's what he, he like, like physically clamps into this thing. He actually like rips the power cord out of it so that he can just full like direct current <laughs> into this thing. And, um, you know, the, the whole thing just, you know, uh, uh, Cyclops eye beam, but only for evil plants. Um, <laughs> and, um, and then at the end of that, I think he just goes 400 pounds of dead weight and the guys probably can't hold him. And he just like header. Okay. The, uh, the bunk. Well, if, if you're at the hinge point of your waist, I think we can, if well, we're okay. sitting on your legs. Yeah. That's up to you. He's just like he does that, um, and then the uh, he he just goes. He drops the lamp into the into the room. His his arms are bare up to his shoulders, um, and you know lots of lots of patches are missing. So yeah, yeah. Um, I'd say like even the remaining flesh on you is like charred in places and. Like yeah. from this directed charge kind of thing. 
But like yeah. as you power up this light, like all of you up top, like you see the that UV purple light, right? You mm-hmm. see like it had been shining from the lamp as he went down the hole, and then like it glows enough that like the it's coming out of the hole, it's like oh like giant <laughs> Black, bright flash like opening the arc yeah like it's crazy bright <laughs> shining out the top um and like you hear almost like a sizzle kind of a noise as this is happening and like uh like crash like he you know he gives this whole speech kind of a thing it's probably a little bit surprising to Cassie right yeah cuz like he basically confesses to the idea that like he didn't do anything to help the robots as part of this like because that's the whole shame mechanic right like, yeah and, that, and that's the thing is i was hiding i was afraid of me getting caught and i didn't stand up during yeah. the the uprising in russia and yeah that's that's what i've been carrying around yeah and she you probably never talked to cassie about it so it's mm-hmm. like all news to her yeah um and then, like the light dims and goes out, and you hear the like the crash of the lamp dropping. Uh, and then you guys that are both holding on to Crash's legs, like he goes completely limp. Uh, like he doesn't slip out from under you, but you have to exert some extra force to keep him from falling down in the hole. Um, but like, there's kind of a weird. Um, A, there's like a weird stingy smell, and then B... Like sautéed mushrooms. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I was thinking. <laughs> Somebody get me the cooking sherry. That's risotto time. <laughs> this is really sad, but I'm strangely hungry. <laughs> um, um, but, like, you almost hear uh, you know, like the uh, the the little alien chest burster, like the little scream noise it makes, like as this is all happening, when the light gets really bright, you hear that kind of a audible screechy kind of a noise uh, from in the hole. Mm. Then the light goes out. Things go back. But crashes. Oh, uh, sounds like you did good there, buddy. Okay, come on. Let's get him out of there. Like, Um, we... Get him over to the charger. I don't. Our, he doesn't. Uh, he's not. Come on, hey buddy, come on, come on. I think he oh, he drained his batteries. Uh, okay. Right. Um. Over there. Uh, hold on. Let me get the dolly. <laughs> Yeah, you, you probably, have like you probably, a, a, a winch or something. You probably have one of those like engine block lift, you know, <laughs> like it's that on the wheels and yeah. Yeah. So we'll wheel that over and hoist him up on it and uh, get him over to where the, the lab charger is. Um, and get, try and get him powered back up. Like as you pull him out of the hole, right? Like you can like there's like all over his hands uh there's like that ashy stuff is flaking off as you kind of disturb it as you lift him out um and like he he's just completely unconscious and like all of that 
all the way up his arms. The shirt and flesh is all burnt away. Um, and uh, you get him over onto the charger. And does it have like a- any kind of external display for like problems or anything like that? Oh, probably, yeah. Like a diagnostic. Yeah, I'm okay. sure it has a diagnostic card. Errors and whatnot. So, um, I think what comes up is that, like, the power system is never intended to discharge that quickly. Uh, right? Oopsie. So, like, it overloaded all of the, all of the wiring, essentially, at the same time. So, like, it's... Uh, not just a charging issue. It's like you got going to have to do a charge and do some repairs um, before he's back up and. Ready. Okay. But uh, I think that's probably a good place to wrap up because I don't want to conclude things with a cool thing and then move on and be like, "Oh yeah, we'll just leave in the middle of like a car ride." Or something. <laughs> <laughs> Um, wow, I had no idea that it was as late as it was. <laughs> I was like, yeah. what's he talking about? It's got to be like 8 o'clock, 8.30. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that does give us time that we can do our questions. Mm-hmm. And then we can figure out a little bit about Crash's additional trauma. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just whacked the microphone. That, that was really loud for everybody. So I'm honestly pretty scared that he's going to have to roll that die, right? Yeah, because now he has two scars. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So there is a chance that Crash is not coming back for the second part. But you have to roll under it, right? Not yes. Yeah. So yeah. a two is safe. A one is bad. Right. Yes. Yeah. Just don't roll a one. I'm, I'm going to roll a physical die. That's that's when totally it comes cool, time. Yeah, yeah. I'm don't, waiting. Don't I'm, do it yet. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I, yeah, I just yeah. feel like I. I owe this uh, some solemnity. Yeah, yeah, yeah I dig <laughs> it for sure. So uh, let's do our questions first for some XP. Uh, number one, did you participate in the session? Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number two, <laughs> did your problem or relationships get you in trouble? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Everybody well, can take that probably. one. Probably. Uh, here's one just for Crash. You were broken and forced to take a scar. Oh, yep. Yep. Uh, did you put yourself in harm's way to resolve the mystery? Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, kind of. Uh, and then did you learn something new? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We learned the plant goes bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Those nerds can't be trusted with scientific biology samples. Yep. You want to kill the plants with UV light. Yeah. Some scientists are so irresponsible. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we all thought that the that the crabs were worse than the leaves, but apparently that's not correct. <laughs> the crabs are just obviously violent. Yep. All right. So here's uh, the way scars work, um, and you don't have to come up with what the scar is right the second. Mm-hmm. Like you can. Ponder it between now and next week. Okay. Um, but it's it should be something related to what happened. Yeah. Right? Like the overcharge and coming yeah. to terms with my shame and yeah. 
Um, so, like, I'll, I'll give you some of the examples of the scars they have right here in the book, so you can. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, something like "I almost drowned," or "I've lost three fingers on my left hand," or um, "I hear voices at night." Mm-hmm. Um, basically, it's something that causes you ongoing trauma. Yeah, yeah, some way. Um, so. So, uh, if you have two scars, you need to roll two or higher on a d6 uh, to continue onward. In Okay. Is this the time to roll? I, th- I think we're there. Yeah. Okay. Come on, buddy. You're my favorite d6. It's a two. Jesus Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I'm like I'm sweaty. I'm sweaty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo. Oh man. Anything other than twos tonight? You rolled a three once. <laughs> yeah. That's that's like my fourth or fifth two at least. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Okay. So <sighs> so you can actually spend some time between now and next week and ponder what your scar is. Okay. It's gone. <laughs> yeah. Now, do I have to do that at the end of every session or just the end of the session where you get the scar? The end of the session where you get the scar. So if you happen to get a new scar, then you'll have to roll three or higher. Yeah, yeah. And four or higher. I don't want any more scars. This is stressful. (laughs) Yep, yep. So, very cool. Uh, So... Uh, we should take a minute and go around and talk about other things that everybody's involved in. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's start in reverse order and go with Jason first. Oh, that's me. Hello, I'm Jason. Um, I'm playing in this game, and we're, we'll, we'll be here uh, next week, and that's our, our the finale of the uh, show. Um, the uh, Every other Sunday for a couple more Sundays is... Uh, the uh, fantasy campaign where we're using the free Dungeon World resource online, Dungeon World SRD. Um, the uh, Fridays, I'm, I'm doing Friday Fly Day with Sam DeLev on my channel. It's probably okay, which is also my Twitter, where a lot of my stuff goes out. And Saturday mornings is uh, your, your favorite Saturday morning cartoon, Return to the Spider-Verse uh, with uh, the Miles Morales world using masks and uh, really fun group of people playing that. So be sure to check that out. Uh, below the him is Jay. Hello. So, uh, yep, you'll see me here next Monday for our finale. I like that uh, uh, for this. And that will be lovely and fun. Uh, and then also starting this Friday, uh, I'm doing 12-sided stories. Uh, so I'm real excited to be doing uh, a Hack the Planet uh, campaign with some friends you may recognize and know from various other games. So come see us and have fun. Super cool. Sam. Hello, I'm Sam. You can find me here uh, for the finale next Monday and also um, alternating Sundays uh, in Stu's Glittering Night campaign where I play a um, Malkavian satanic nun. So, you know, just something totally normal. You. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Nick. 
Uh, I will also be here next week for the uh, aquatic raptor that is the fin owl. And uh, I'm also here on Wednesdays. Uh, this Wednesday is actually our fin owl for dying embers as well. Uh, oh. So join us or you might want to catch up a little bit on our whole mystery if you haven't watched the whole, the whole thing uh, before, but um after that, I will. I'm not sh- exactly sure what's going to happen, but I'll I'll be around. Uh, right. And then you can catch me if you have any sort of desire at Sungrowler, uh, which is usually my online handle for most stuff. Dig it, dig it. I I love your Maktaba voice. Oh, thank you. <laughs> In that, like, I I think it's great. Like you get a cool cadence for uh, uh what whatever they are the Raven people the. Um, yeah, for the for the Kenku. Kenku, that's the word I couldn't get. It. Yeah, it's rad. Uh, and Mac. Hey guys, I'm Mac. Uh, you can find me uh, all over the internet. Says at Strange like that. The Facebook, the Instagram, the Twitters. You can find my artwork, um, tarot readings, all kinds of fun stuff. I'm also here every alternating Monday from this show, uh, playing in the Great American Witch Campaign, which has been a lot of fun. And also over at 12-Sided Stories, which is a highly produced podcast, but we're changing things up a little bit, as Jay mentioned. And we're going to be live streaming um, as well as putting out a fully produced podcast. So it's going to be really interesting. Rad. Uh, So as others have mentioned, we will be back in one week's time uh, for our final episode. I hope you can come and join us then. Uh, if you have some catching up to do, get to it. Uh, although if you're hearing this right now, you've already kind of bothered to say that. That doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> Unless you're one of those people that watches like the last couple of minutes in, of a- In case this is your first episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in case this is your first episode, you're really confused about what's happening. <laughs> um, and if that's the case, please go catch up. It's been fun. But uh, yeah, we will see everybody next week. Have a good night. Bye, everyone. Bye.